My name's Owen, I'm the Dungeon Master of our Return of the Giants campaign. Hello everyone, my name's Jared. I'm playing the uh, character of Thrain, half of the giant barbarian, and he is seeking um, to learn about his heritage of the uh, Frost Giants. Hi, I'm Ali, and I'm playing Lyra, the Eldering Druid. Hi, I'm Matt, I'm playing Niall Silverman, the uh, Monk Owlin. Hi guys, my name's Simon, I'm playing the character of Ember. He wants to be a master of wildfire, but does he have the skills to be best one? <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave. My character is Harry Harrington the Herringon, a roguish merchant with a heart of gold. Hello! Hello, everybody. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. I'm not bilingual. (laughs) My bad. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Welcome back to the Lost Archives for our Return of the Giants homebrew campaign. It is lovely to see all of your beautiful faces here once again. We are very excited to be jumping straight back into the campaign. Only two quick announcements to share before we do. The first one, unfortunately, Ali has come down with a bit of a sickness. We're not sure what yet, but given that there's been a little bit of COVID starting to pop back up again in Australia, I've had a couple of people, yep, I can see Simon nodding. I, yeah, it could potentially be that she's come down with COVID. Hoping it's not, and we're wishing her a very speedy recovery, but as she won't be here tonight, I will play the character of Lyra. Uh, until she rejoins us um we obviously have jared and dave back with us tonight welcome back boys we were definitely going to be uh quickly exploring what your characters did last session and uh i'll do a very thorough uh recap as well so we can get back into the mindset and uh make sure we're we're ready to ready to get back in the only other announcement I have to make is one that I've already made on the other two uh, streams that we do, and that is a massive thank you to everybody who came along to the live session of D&D at the Collector's Market in Brisbane on Sunday. It was absolutely fantastic. I had an awesome, awesome time. I've never really done cosplay before, so getting dressed up as my tiefling sorcerer was loads of fun, and unfortunately I think it has awakened something within me, and uh, I'm now going to do shit loads of cosplay every opportunity I get. It was just, it was just loads of fun. Um, Thank you, everybody who came. We, we had a great time. I didn't get a chance to say hello to everybody in the audience afterwards. Um, if you're one of the people who came up and asked me for a photo and I was really fucking awkward, I'm really sorry. I just wasn't expecting it and I was a bit, like, nervous. So apologies for anyone. If, if you're one of the people who <laughs> was listening and you came and asked me for a photo, I'm so sorry that I came across as some, like, absolute weirdo. Like, um, yeah, sure. <laughs> sorry about that. Really, really sorry. Um, the only other fun story I have to share about that, which is quite funny, is that um, uh, in the photos that are up on Discord and in the uh, on the Twitter, you'll notice that I'm not painted. I, w- I did get some paint to paint my skin, but I couldn't use it because uh, Ali discovered, my, my partner Ali, not Ali who uh, plays with us, Alice discovered that it was um, not body paint, but medium body paint, i.e. not for skin. <laughs> oh. Um, We've had like a golden, what was gold finger kind of situation going yeah, on. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was actual gold paint as well. So it was like, because I was going to do like tattoos because I was a divine soul sorcerer tiefling. Turns out it was medium body paint. <laughs> so I'm a fucking idiot is all I could say to that. Um, so when you looked at it, you're like, I've got a medium body. That should be fine. <laughs> I didn't see the medium in my defense. <laughs> I just saw body paint. and I was like, great, that's what I need. Um, it wasn't. It was not body paint. It was not for uh, not for placement on the skin or any other type of uh, <laughs> biological tissue. So um, yeah, couldn't use that. And uh, great. Now I've got this tube of paint that I'm never going to be able to use again because it's it's quite a bright, colourful gold that I thought was perfect for this. But I don't think I don't know what I'm going to use it on after that. 
What you, should you I paint? You might find a reason. Give me, give me suggestions in chat what I should paint with the medium body <laughs> paint. <laughs> um, that's that's my only fun announcement from uh, from the thing. So massive, massive thank you. Um, yeah, it was it was lovely to see all of you there. We had an awesome, awesome time. And uh, Hermes D&D service, which is excuse me, Mimi, Jesus Christ, um, Hermes D&D service, which is the group who ran the session. Um, massive thank you to them as well. Sorry, just being a book tonight. Come here. Up up. Up up. Oh, look pop. I'll cut this bit. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. You could drink it, drink the paint. Um well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna Ooh. drink the paint, Harley. Um it's oh, a solid. Fucking Harley. So, <laughs> we knew it had to be Harley immediately, right? Um yeah. let me just before I forget. Oh, perfect. Now I know where to cut. Um <laughs> Awesome. Well, so yeah, massive, massive thank you, everybody. Uh, now, let us get into the session without any further ado. Let me read a recap, and we will jump straight back in. Previously, our series has been following the adventures of the Tempest Adventuring Guild, a name now legendary across the lands of Nostea, specifically a brand new team. Lyra, Niles, Harry, Ember, and Thrain have returned to the merchant city of Oxenfurt, to the home of the Tempest Guild, the Night Hall. After saving the settlement of Laspire, following the accidental activation of some ancient giant technology, the team have met up with the Hill Giants and learns that the giant clans are in a state of civil war following the death of King Mjorn. Deciding to assist the chief of this clan, Chief Gunglot, the team have now broken an ancient curse called a Nithing, freeing a massive dragon turtle mauler. With their initial mission complete, the team met up with Mira, a red and silver dragonborn and one of the founding members of the Tempest Adventuring Guild, who has transported them back to the guild head headquarters in the city of Oxenfurt. After spending some time in the Night Hall with Howls Under the Earth, a tabaxi blacksmith, the team decided to split up and explore the city. While Thrain and Harry headed off in separate directions, Ember, Lyra and Niles walked down to the sea dock to check the markets and investigate rumours of enchanted tattoos. Chatting with some of the denizens around the docks, the team were recommended the Inkspren Tattoo Parlour as the perfect place to get a magic tattoo. Heading inside, the team found the building covered in glowing designs depicting the depths of the ocean, gradually rising higher up as they climbed the, uh, the staircase up towards the top floor. The proprietor of this shop introduced themselves as Inkspren, clad in layers of cloth completely covering their entire body, only webbed hands and soft bioluminescent eyes visible. After spending some time learning from Inkspren about the various magical tattoos available, the team headed back downstairs and outside to a nearby bakery, selling a delicious looking baked treat called a fishy treat. Enjoying their new fishy treats, the team learned only after finishing every last bite that the filling was in fact made from squeezed sea cucumber juice. Deciding to wash down the meal with a drink, the team made their way to a nearby tavern right next to the Unseen University. We left off last session as the team enjoyed some exciting cocktails, waiting for the rest of their team to join them. And that is where we left off last session. We're not going to jump back in with Ember, Niles, and Lyra. We're actually going to jump to Harry and Thrain. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, when we... <laughs> what are you doing with your camera? <laughs> it's just... You son of a bitch. Sorry. I couldn't help it. <laughs> Actually, someone someone's commented, "Are Jared before. and Simon twins?" 
Actually, you guys don't look that dissimilar. <laughs> I was gonna say it's like a mirror we got swept going yeah. one way or the other. We do look pretty. We do look pretty similar. Especially having you on top. of <laughs> What is going on? <laughs> this is a serious professional sorry. stream. This is our main campaign. This is like. <laughs> I, you know what? I was just looking at my options, and like you were halfway through the recap, and I just did it for a second, and then Simon and Matt saw, and they started pissing themselves. I had to, yeah. I had to turn my camera off for a sec because I burst out laughing. I'm, I apologize, Owen. It was a yeah, childish. I just want to show you the disapproving glare of a tiny dog. This look, look at this. That is what you've done. Aww. Just Aww. sick of your shit. That's what you get. Um, now, M Harry, Harry, and Thrain. When the team had finished speaking with Hal's Under the Earth and right. had finished sort of commissioning and learning what they were going to use for their um, blacksmithing needs, um, the two of you, I sort of had you both heading off in your own direction. Harry, I had you say that you had some merchant contracts you needed to check up on as a way of quickly extricating yourself from that situation. I think let's start with Harry. Arriving He's back... There. Yeah, arriving back in Oxenfurt. This is a city you have been to many, many times before. On the eastern coast of Oceania, the largest continent on the uh, plain of Nostea. Oxenfurt is a trading hub. It is the main trading hub, actually, for the entire empire, even more so than the capital, uh, Palin. There is no way, as a merchant, you have not been through here. And as a roguish individual, there is also quite an active underground that so far we have not explored in either the Tyranny of Dragons campaign or in the Return of the Giants campaign. Harry, you would have contacts in the city that you could talk to and speak to about procuring or selling items that needed to be moved quickly or needed to be dealt with uh, in a, a quick manner. This is a, a city that you have spent quite a bit of time in. My question is, what would you be doing? What would Harry be doing? Um, here he, um, he met the other guys at the Spire and he was on his way down to Oxenfurt to, to move some goods, which are in his bag. Um, so he's going to go down and while, while he's fencing off some, um, acquired goods, uh, he'd also like to, um, suss out if anyone... He, he wants to try and find a bit more like he wants to try to find a bit more information of what's happening to him well with I the, think um, this is something we patron. should roleplay definitely um yeah Harry there's a couple of different locations that you can head to uh, if you wanted to get rid of stolen goods if there's any magical items that you wanted to get rid of or acquire underneath the university in the sewers beneath it is an artificer who has been known to trade in stolen magical items or dangerous magical items. Um, the entrance is actually uh, near the airship docks and the passageway takes you underneath the, uh, the university itself to the old library that has long since been abandoned uh, on the lower floor of the university. If you're looking to trade in mundane items or looking for more information, um, the actual Thieves Guild headquarters in Oxenfurt ironically is actually located underneath one of the guard houses around the western wall um there used to be an underground barracks there that the guards have long since abandoned and history has forgotten which has now been turned into the headquarters of the oxenfurt chapter of the thieves guild probably your primary place to go to most of the time has been to this location and there would be contacts there that you would know very well that you could meet up with at any point 
Yeah, here he heads me. Brilliant. As you make your way through the bustling city streets, it's about mid-morning when you depart, and you can see that the city is busy as usual. You pass elves, humans, halflings, and gnomes. Predominantly, the Ocean Empire is made up of these races. You also can see hill dwarves walking past, a few dragonborn, uh, the occasional tabaxi, the occasional arakokra. Uh, most of the Arakoka you see are flying in and out of the large pagoda-like tower located uh, not too far from the airship docks, which is one of the Arakoka Messenger Guild towers. These are located in most cities across all of Nostea, uh, on most continents in most cities. Uh, the Arakoka Messenger Guild have a very large presence there. Um, the entrance to where you need to go is actually in between the Arakoka uh, Messenger Guild tower and the guardhouse that I discussed earlier. Make your way through the streets. Uh, yeah. Harry wants to make sure he's not being followed uh, as he as he makes his way through town. Brilliant. Do you want to not roll by me? his friends or anyone from the guild? Oh, yeah. but you have a heart of gold. Who would be following you? Didn't you say? Yeah, man. You know, intro. People who want to take advantage of heart of gold. <laughs> to, to be fair, that he did steal um, that heart of gold from another person and keeps it in a bag <laughs> when he sells. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I don't know. If it's, be hilarious. It's not his. That's true. I have a heart of gold, literally. Like, look, and he produces a gold. I had to like cut it out of a diva. <laughs> that's what um, that's, he, he got into Owen's gold paint and painted it. It did kill the man that I fed it to. It was medium body paint. <laughs> um, yeah, Harry, I'll give you an option. Either you can roll a stealth check to try and be really stealthy to try and lose anyone who might be following you, or if you want to roll a perception check, I can have it be more that you're checking very closely behind you and keeping an eye out for anyone who's on your tail. Your choice. Can I do both in the fact that he's like watching behind him and when he gets close to the tower, he'll just try to step aside into the shadows sure. and like stealthily make his way there? Yeah, if you were to roll two dice for the same thing and give it more chances to fail, you go you go for it, buddy. Don't let me hold That's you back. Good. <laughs> the first one was the perception and it failed, but did it show up in roll 20? Uh, hasn't yet. Sometimes you have to click on features and traits to, to get it. It did to... a weird thing where it just... Virtual table not found. Ah, that's right. Okay. Well, I rolled a nine for perception, just for the nine for, for perception. The, the sake of speed, and then I rolled a nineteen for stealth. Uh, I'll tell you why it didn't pop in roll twenty. You're not in the campaign in roll twenty. I am now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, nine and nineteen. That'll do yeah, it. What was the stealth check? Sorry, nineteen for stealth. Uh, nine for perception, uh, perception and 19 yep. for stealth. Nineteen for stealth. Nine for perception. Harry, no one's following you. I mean, you're just a little bunny in a big crowd. You're, you're too hard just to keep a, a track of. Bunny. Just a little bunny in a big crowd. Um, no one's no one's watching you. No one seems to pay you attention. There's so much going on. Items being transported to and from the airship docks down to the sea docks. Traders, market stalls set up along the street. A few hawkers wandering past trying to offer goods out of suitcases that they carry strapped to their uh, chests. And um, you pass a cart with an old man selling what looks like beans and calling out about these magic beans as you pass him by. But... Sounds a bit odd. No one seems to be paying attention to you, and you slip through the crowd very, very quickly. Your small um, lapine form, I think, is the word for rabbits. Lapine, yep, I think. Yeah. Your small lapine form, allowing you to to dart very, very quickly um, on your very springy feet. And as you get to the edge of the uh, the main thoroughfare, the uh, the Westfold Way that carves its way through to the Arakoka Messenger Guild. You duck into a small alleyway off to the side, wait for a few heartbeats. When you see that no one's following you, you begin making your way to a small brown door set into the stone that appears to be locked. You know, however, that the lock is an illusion. 
and the door itself is locked magically. All you need to do is speak the passphrase, which you know, and as you speak it, the door swings open. The passageway down into the Thieves' Guild is well lit and beautiful. The brass candlesticks on the wall that are kept eternally lit with a soft magical glow um, light your pathway down into the, uh, the common room of the Thieves' Guild. As you step out, you recognize a number of the figures there. A, uh, a thin feline tabaxi uh, of a panther-like coloring, black fur, very small and wiry even for a tabaxi, um, who you know is Moonlight Shadow, uh, a very, very accomplished thief uh, and cat burglar. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say it, but I have to. <laughs> I have to. Um, very, very accomplished thief um, who is particularly gifted at getting into and out of places that are supposed to be uh, inaccessible. Um, there's also your main contact who you see in the waiting room. Um, this figure looks to be human or half-elf. You've never really been sure what their ancestry is. Ears are ever so slightly pointed. Skin has a very light, almost grayish-purplish tint to it. Um, and you know that this is your contact, Arsene. Hey, AC, how you doing? Ah, welcome back, Harry. How you doing, mate? Oh, yeah, you know, living the dream, dreaming live. Got anything interesting for me to move? Yeah, I got, I got, I got some of these, um, from, uh, from, uh, from, uh, which direction is the spire from here? Uh, last spire is north, uh, east. Yeah, yeah, northeast, yeah. Yeah, I, I got these from uh, out east. Um, uh, he opens his bag and uh, hands him um, some contraband smut magazines. Which, uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you were serious for a second. Is this a joke? Yeah, well, these these are limited editions, mate. This is this is good stuff. I look. I'm not an appraiser of sexy magazines. Can you give me a rough idea what I should be expecting to get for these? E, um, yeah, like, uh... Backdoor Bunnies 5. (laughs) 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 Thank you, chat. Man, Donut's been going off for some shit. is on fire tonight. Donut, you make me laugh, buddy. That's great. great. If if anyone's got any good suggestions for the names of these fantasy smut magazines... Please chuck him in. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm enjoying him. Um, the best one, on. I'll chat GPT and put it on the wiki. What? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Um, it's all right. How much was a, a fishy treat? It was like two silver each, was it? Yeah. Yeah. You, you can get like um, five silver per, per, per magazine. Five silver for this printed piece of paper what's and he opens and goes whoa wow right, yeah right i might keep one of these for my own personal collection these are oh, this is nice have you seen september here and he holds up one of the calendar <laughs> opening points <laughs> wow check out the hooves on that seat here my goodness sorry um check, check out check out this one uh, he opens it up and it's a pop-up one Oh, wow. No, do you know what? I'm, if you'll allow me, it's actually enchanted and an illusionary form rises from the page in 3D. Whoa. Um, I'll yeah, tell you what, mate. Good stuff. Tell you what, how, how many of these have you got? E, about, about uh, I, I picked up a whole bunch from my supplier, so about uh, 30 here. 30? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I'll tell you what right now. I, I trust you. We've been doing business for a while. Like, if you're telling me these are worth five silver per piece, I'm going to trust you they're worth five silver per piece. You wouldn't You wouldn't fuck yeah. me over, would you, little rabbit? Uh, I, I don't know the meaning of fucking you over, mate. Good. Well, tell you what. For all this here, I think let's assume that I can get a pretty good deal and move these, and I'll, I might keep a couple for myself and maybe one or two for the others in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll see them for you to uh, two, two silver each. My God, look at look at this one! Didn't know a penis could be that long. I'll give this one to Tia. She's gonna like that one. Oh no no! no. If if you if you rotate it this way, it gets longer. Oh my God! Magic, wow. right? Yeah, it's yeah. Put an eye out with that thing. Yeah. Well, look, tell you what. I'm sorry. This is not how these sessions normally go. But Dave set this tone, and I'm just gonna go along with it because uh, I couldn't Dave, think of any contraband that was. You couldn't like, think of any contraband, so you went for smut magazines. <laughs> What was that? Sorry, side. <laughs> Pop out magazines. Things are waving in. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, sorry. When I just love that you couldn't think of like drugs or alcohol, like well, stolen well, items. I feel like drugs and alcohol would be like. Well, I mean, alcohol is high volume and be quite heavy to yeah. carry. And I didn't have a bag of holding before this. It's true. And yeah, um, yeah drugs is a bit. A bit uh, heavy. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So stolen so, goods. Yeah. No poached items. Poached like maybe horns poached off a unicorn. Nah. <laughs> Smart. Yeah, no, that, that's, Smart. That's, that's a good idea. Smart. Smart. Yeah. No, it's kind of, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. I, it's annoying, but it, there's nothing I can do. Like, <laughs> I, I, I was inspired by Cress's um, romance novels. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was gonna uh, say, like, why didn't uh, Harry sell yeah. Cress's a magazine? Like what? Come on! Uh, this is oh, a step above uh, the, the novels. Oh, this is a little bit. Mm, so, he Crosby owned romance magazines. He was collecting them. Oh yeah, oh. I didn't. Know I was going to say Simon this is Simon went around for that. So my old character before Thrain, he um, I, I chat a bunch of like, like you know, the lusty Argonian sort of made sort of s yeah. sort of it, nothing like it wasn't smut though. It was just it was a classic, smut, yeah. very corny '90s romance novels with the the, the bare chested man with the woman at the feet, like sort of like those corny, really corny ass romance novels. Yeah, Which is fun. why Harry never tried to peddle any decresses. <laughs> nah, he probably wouldn't be <laughs> smut. That's a bit too on the nose. Yeah. Well, look, tell you what, mate. Yeah, Let's assume really I can sell all these. This one, right? This oh. one has Thomasergi uh, cast on it. You can actually smell her perfume. And on this page, you can smell the. Ooh, actually, maybe you don't smell that one. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, look, I'll tell you what, mate. I'll tell you what. Normally, let's say I can sell all of these five silver each. You reckon? Yeah. Well, that'd be getting you about fifteen gold pieces. Now, I was thinking I might keep one or two of these for myself. How about as a finder's fee, and for some excellent work and an unexpected boon, I will give you the full fifteen. Hang on. Yeah. Yes, but how, how how do you make money from this, mate? I'm not going to sell them for five. I'm going to sell them for more than that. Oh, yep, yeah, fifteen is good. Yeah, I know. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry, sorry. I, I forgot. I forgot five silver from the place where I got them. Here, it's uh, it's in it's in lower demand. Well, I'm also gonna I'm gonna get one of our typists to copy these and see if we can get them enchanted. I'm gonna start making copies, uh, illegal copies that will sell, you know, bootleg stuff. Harry, um winces for the fact that he didn't think of that. <laughs> right. Here you yeah, go. Okay. Hands over five uh, fifteen gold pieces. 
cool, cool, cool. Yeah, um, do, do you know anyone around here who, who like, you know, knows stuff about giants or, like, uh, warlocks or patrons? <laughs> uh, probably want to talk to Tia. E? Tia? E? What? What? You haven't had much to do with Tia, have you? Up to this yeah. point. I'll, I'll come introduce you. I'll come introduce you. You've not really had much reason to talk to her. Most of the stuff you've brought through has been pretty, like, A-grade, like, easy-to-move level. Like, we don't have to worry too much about it. Not going to get in trouble if we're caught with the goods. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what examples of things have I brought? What examples of things have you brought? Would you remember that uh, crate of uh, paint that you brought? You said it was body paint, but it, it did turn out to not be... For, uh, for use no, on no, skin. No, 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 no. I see it was full body paint. Yeah, it wasn't. It's like, it's like full cream, mate. It's like full cream. Two people died, just FYI. We, that took us ages to pin that on the... Uh... Hey, look, don't worry. You don't have to worry about any of that. We got that all sorted. Nothing you need to worry about. Yeah, let me let me, let me me take you down to Tia. Um, a great product. <laughs> with that uh, he leads you through the winding passageways to a series of rooms that have been designated almost like little offices or studies uh, walking down the corridor he knocks on one of the doors at the far end and then listens out when he hears a <clears throat> yeah come in he opens the door leads you inside sitting at the table is a high elf she is almost if she was a human she'd be in her maybe 50s or 60s um, long blonde hair has aged to almost like a lighter gray streaks through um, bright, bright golden eyes uh, and with this very beautiful pale skin. And as she looks up from a notebook that she's currently taking a, a number of notes in, she gives you a look, Harry, cocks her head and goes, Oh, uh, yes, Harry, aren't you? Tia. She stands up and offers Harry her Harrington the herring on. Uh, and Harry shakes her hand. Wonderful. Um, take a seat. What can I help you with? Yeah, Tia. So, um, I I had a experience with a uh, a. You can't try the product worldly... that you're moving. Oh, sorry. No. Oh no, that it was one time, and um, I learned a very important lesson from that. Oh. Um, it, it, it was like, it was like an otherworldly being that took me to a black lake and had tentacles under the water and I think it was like a patron or a warlock thing or like something magical. Is there, is there anyone who would know things about that? Hmm. She reaches like, down and... When, yeah, there you go. Oh, well, like, when I woke up I could uh, like cast basic magic. No history of magic before this incident? Only magic mushrooms. Did you make an agreement with this entity this being did it offer you power in exchange for something and you agreed to that yeah 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 i was dying so yeah i did well congratulations harry you have sold your soul to a uh otherworldly entity you are now a warlock and you are now at the behest beck and call of uh a devil a demon some massive squid monster. Who knows? Well done. Yeah, is it? Is there anywhere I can go to like identify what this thing is? Is that like a appraisal for a warlock shop? Yeah, it sounds like wizard shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wizard. Go to the wizard. university and have a chat to them about it. Maybe you can enroll in some classes, get a better handle on your magic. Huh. 
Okay, well, thanks for that. Um, how are you doing? How's how's business? Busy. Yes, very busy. We've yeah. had a number of items come through. We've been acquiring quite a large number of uh, salvaged goods from a settlement up towards the north. Um, Laspire, I believe. E yes, yes, he was there. Um, you, you were there? Did, what, to... what did you bring back from Laspire? Do you have any goods we need to inventory? Uh, Harry didn't take much. Yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, I tried to get a, a crystal, but it went boom and uh, hurt my head pretty bad. But uh, no, I, I didn't take any. I didn't manage to get anything of value from there. Huh. Others spoke so highly of you. Well, but, but, don't let me detain you, Harry. I, I, I am heading to, I think, the Underdark soon. Um, is there anything that uh, that would be useful for you or high value that I should be keeping an eye out for? Gold, gems, jewelry, rare items, yeah, just stuff. Anything in particular in high demand that might be good, really? Well, the Underdark is a place with uh, quite a large mining operation run by the Dwergar. If you can convince them or acquire some precious gemstones, they'd be worth quite a bit of money. Especially if you could get them uncut, then there's no identification. We can move them quite quickly. Organize them to be cut by one of our jewelers. Otherwise, uh, if you're looking to acquire other rare items, uh, if you're brave enough to sneak into one of the drow enclaves, they often have uh, magical items which could be worth quite a bit of money. Just make sure you don't steal from the drow who follow Loth. They'll tear your stomach out, whereas the drow who follow Damir will just um, probably imprison you for a few decades. Yep. I don't live. I don't live that long. Okay, thanks for the. Uh, I better hop to it. And Harry gives the alpha wink and uh, leaves. She groans and lets you leave and shuts the door behind her using mage hand. You watch as she holds her hand up. A little white gloved hand appears in midair and closes the door rapidly behind you. Um, Harry decides to just quickly look for anything that he could bring to the others as like a, a souvenir or to like pretend like he was doing I don't know business in the market hmm. um, I mean as you look around the storeroom which is just down the hallway from where you are there's a number of items which are currently there however the punishment for stealing from the thieves guild is death painful slow death <laughs> is there anyone selling food at the, at the thieves guild uh, doesn't seem like anyone's selling food at the Thieves Guild. There's not like a, a friendly, like uh, <laughs> falafel stand just like set up thieves in the Thieves eat Guild. as well, Owen. They do. Okay. But... Well, if, if it's the case, here he will head off and perfect. Uh, after all this, he's like, oh, maybe I'll get a drink. And, perfect. Uh, head to a Thieves. Brilliant. Thrain, what would you be doing while all this is going on? Um. So you said something about wrestling, and said I 100% would look for some form of a fighting pit. Yeah. Um, Thrain, very, very disappointing. There are no fighting pits, true fighting pits in Oxenfurt. You give it a really good look, and oftentimes you are met with bemusement. Other times people go, well, how barbaric, uh, and give you a bit of a wide berth after that point. Um, however, while there is not necessarily a fighting pit per se, over at the uh, Ocean Empire barracks which is where the guards uh, mostly spend their time as well as those who have to travel around between different areas there is a sparring arena built 
right inside the very center of the barracks. Oh, the barrack great. forms a courtyard. Perfect. And it is welcome to any who want to come and test their skills. Oh, the Ocean I'm Guard. I'm going to walk up to it. Brilliant. And I'm going to use might. Thaumaturgy to, pr to make myself three times louder and shout at the top of my lungs. <laughs> who wants to throw down? Come on. Come on now. I will throw down to anyone. Let's do it right now. A number Sparring. of the... A number of the guards who are currently... Uh, my lungs three times the normal vol uh, volume. A number of the guards who are currently sparring drop what they're holding and cover their ears, given that this entire area is a courtyard, which means the sound is going to bounce off the walls <laughs> and just amplify. <laughs> uh, uh, what? What do you want? As one of them turns towards you, a youngish fellow, probably in his like mid-twenties. Human. Ah. Uh. This looks like somewhere to... You were all training? You were sparring? They look around at everyone practicing. This should be fun. You want, you, you want to fight us? Oh, 100%. This will how be many? fun. What, all of us at once? Just one? What do you want to, how do you want to do this? Mm. How many are there? Uh, there's eight guards currently sparring. Over by the, uh, the edge of the wall is an older gentleman with a, a very unfamiliar-looking sword strapped Ugh. to his waist. Uh, long, thin crossguard, uh, very katana-esque blade okay. strapped to his waist. And he him, just is taking a drink from a water barrel. I'm definitely going to look at them all there. I'm going to go, I'm going to crack my neck. I think all of you should be fun. Oh, I'm going to do it all. <laughs> Let's go crazy. I'm going to go, probably going to get my ass kicked. But... Great. Uh, what I'll get you to do then, rather than doing like a full combat where we go round yeah, and round no, and round, what I'll get you to do, can you please roll me, uh, I'm going to say that this is a, could you get me to roll me a strength check and a constitution saving throw? Okay, so strength check, when you say that, do you just mean like a flat roll with a strength? Uh, you can do it as an athletics if you like. All right, let's do athletics. Yeah, you can use athletics. Athletics um, and then a constitution saving throw. Just for fun. Oh, no, I wouldn't rage, actually. Sometimes I want to go off my own merits and not yeah. actually, like, become a heart, like, a double the size. So let's just do a normal... Only 12, unfortunately. 12, not bad. Makes sense, though, because there's eight yeah. people, there's though. Eight people. So that actually sort of explains why it's a bit lower. And then the constitution uh, the saving throw. This is the more important It's a lot better. 25. Ooh, <laughs> yes. Okay. Great Here's roll. what happens. Um, as the... So these soldiers have been trained very carefully and they easily could have rushed you all at once and there's not much you could have done about it but there is very much a sense of honor among the uh, the ocean guards they only come at you in groups of one or two the rest keeping back making sure that they always are flanking you and kind of keeping you on yep. your toes causing you to constantly have to pivot and spin because you don't know where the next attack might come from but these guards clearly show a very strong sense of honor when it comes to this sparring match um, you take a number of hits from these wooden practice swords, like a champ. Um, they they chuck you if you wanted to spar with a weapon. They oh, chuck no. you a, a no quarter stuff. Oh, just your fists, no easy. Just fists and yeah. like throwing them around and stuff like that. Perfect. Now, easy done. Um, you take a number of whacks, and by the end of this sparring match, there are bright, angry welts on your upper forearms. There's one on your back, but. The adrenaline of the moment, you can't even feel them. They're like little pinpricks. Um, I'm going to look at them all. How are they looking? Are they like tired? Uh, four of them are down. During the process of the of the match, 
two of them two of them back off one of them you knock down and he has to like crawl his way out of the way because he's <laughs> he falls badly on his leg and like sprains his ankle uh, and one of the other ones as you go to punch him in the face ducks underneath and goes nah it's not worth it so worth it nah fucking fuck this I'm out nah it's not worth <laughs> it not worth it um, the four who remain um, they they hold up their own the, these are not unpracticed louts these men know how to handle themselves in combat and when they see you fighting with fists while the other four keep their practice swords these four ditch their swords and chuck them away um, <laughs> i like the cut of your jib let's make this a little bit more spicier i rage <laughs> okay <laughs> could i get you to roll me an athletics check again please <laughs> is oh that my an God. advantage i think for yes because you're raging Yes. I'm allowing you to re-roll your previous 25. athletics. Oh no, I was, so I was because you raised. I was I was letting you re-roll the athletics and taking the higher number. So, ah, oh, fuck it. We'll give you the twenty-five. Whatever. Let's give oh, it to you. Okay. Sorry. Go on. Let's give yeah, it to I, you. I love it. <laughs> um, you make short work of the guards. The rage doesn't just give you strength; it gives you speed, and that is the key. Oh, and I'm also double my size for them too. Mm. Oh, it does, true. It also gives you size as well, which means you have a much better reach. They're not ready for it. And as you suddenly grow in size to a large creature and then begin kicking out and, and slapping forwards, you absolutely knock each one down, one yes. after the other. By the end of the sparring match, all of the guards are either standing on the sidelines, cheering their fellows and like, ah, oh, when you take another one down, or have gone over to the water barrel and are muttering angrily, un- angrily under their breath, looking at you. Like, <laughs> um, one of the female guards is actually the last to fall, not because she's particularly strong, but because she is so quick, you can't even land a blow on her. Mm. Unfortunately, as the sparring ground gets stepped on more and more, kicks up more and more dust, she actually slips and doesn't get out of the way in one of your punch of one of your punches in time, and you just deck her down as she sort of lies there, her head ringing. She sits up. <laughs> Oof. shakes a bit of sand out of her ear and goes oh yeah all right good 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 work nicely done mate well done <laughs> oh. this is fun you all you all you should be all proud this has been fun in my where i am from my country my uh, north gun we do this on the regular it's very fun it builds camaraderie let's go we should now feast uh yeah I've, that look, is what we do in my country how much how much time we got left for patrol she calls over to the older gentleman You've probably got about 45 minutes if you wanted to take it, but I expect the rest yes. of you back here, regardless of bruises, broken bones, or sprained ankles. And he looks at one of the guards. He's like holding his ankle going like, oh, mate, it's really sore. <laughs> Bring out the ale. This should be fun. Yeah. Go on. You've earned it. You, you fight like a demon. <laughs> yes. So the old man gives you a bit of a nod. Oh, wait, hold on. Is that the guy with the samurai sword? The old man sword? with the samurai sword with the katana. You know, did you, did he join it actually? No, he he didn't join in. Just talked from afar. <laughs> you know, we should maybe me and you should throw down, old man. You have something about you. You think you're hard it enough? Be fun. You think you think you're oh. hard enough? Do you? I don't know if I am hard enough, but only one way to get better and become stronger is to verse people who are also strong. I can tell there's something about you. He goes to unclip his sword belt. Yes, puts it perfect. on the side. No, don't need any weapons. I have my axe over there, but we use fists in my country for fun like this. The old we man shrugs off, shrugs off his jacket, and you see wiry muscles pressed against his skin underneath as he cracks his neck. All right. Yes. Come on, then. Let's do this. Uh, could I get you to please 
roll me another athletics check and a constitution saving throw, again please. For my, yep. I'm going to use my last rage for this because it's going to like <laughs> Who needs fun. It? 24. 24. Con. Oh, Natural 20. Wow. It's good, yes. to, good to use these up now, definitely. Um, yeah, I know. On, on this, but it's fun. Thrain. As you grow in size and rush towards this man and throw your fist forwards, he barely moves at all, simply stepping to the side very lightly, one hand placed against your fist, guiding it past him. And then as he... St- almost springs up into the air using the momentum of your fist to provide him with a bit of movement. He launches up into the air, landing a kick on the back of your head. As you stumble forwards and swing back, suddenly again, hand just guides your fist just out of the way, moving it past only the gentlest pressure to, to move your, uh, your fist away from him. This continues on for some time, but eventually you're young, you're fit, He's old. And I'm twice his size. Twice his size. He tires. And finally, right as the blow is about to hit him, you watch as he, eyes open wide, sees your your leg coming round, goes to move out of the way, realizes he can't, and instead throws up his arm and catches your leg, still being thrown back, but grabbing your leg and absorbing a lot of the pressure and a lot of the force. He then holds up a hand. (sighs) All right. All right. You're not too bad. I think, think if we go any further, one of us is going to hurt the other. I think we can... What is your name, old man? It's not respectful for me to keep going, you old man. So, what is your name? <laughs> it's all right. You can call me old man if you like. The rest here call me Zen. Well, Zen, I know someone that might be very interested in meeting you. You reminded me of him. Our, our, me and him, our bouts, was very similar fighting with you. You're just a little bit more refined. You, I think he would love to meet you. I've had a bit longer to practice, I'm guessing. Well, I don't know how old he is. He's a bird. Maybe a couple years old, I'm not sure, but... <laughs> He's like three. <laughs> to be honest, I don't normally talk to birds. I normally just eat them as drumsticks, but you know, this one's all right. So I well, haven't eaten him yet, so that says something. I'm here most days tried. helping out. I tried. Bring him by. I Someone. will. Yeah. No, I don't. We will. We will come back. He would love to meet you. Like I said, are you the captain of this? Uh, captain? No, this band? no, no, no. I don't. I don't have any titles. Just help out here and there. I'm a an ex adventurer. Just wants to do what he can to help out. Ah, perfect. Well, it was lovely to meet you all. Thank you so much. Uh, Boy, a couple of them. I, what am I running away from? We need to feast. Yeah. While while you've been fighting Zen, um. A number of the guards have gone and raided some of the storerooms, brought out some ale and food, and you spend the next 30 minutes or so enjoying a, a good meal before Zen calls the rest of the guards back in uh, <laughs> to continue their training. And I mean, you have a great time. The The guards, for the most part, are pretty... like They're, they're, they're um, disappointed that you beat them, but the only two of them really seem to hold a bit of a grudge and spend the entire time glaring at you, muttering under well, the ones Well, the ones that glare at me, I would even walk up to them and be like, why the long face? Why you look at me like this? We have fun. We prove... Our honor in combat. Now we feast and we best friends, right? Ha ha! And I smacked them on the back. What? <laughs> like they obviously probably don't want this. But... Nah, no, no, no. Um, fuck off, mate. Piss off. Don't come back here anymore. That is right? not very nice. Do you want another belt? No. Then why do you why do you swear to me like that? That is dishonor in my clan, my my homelands. Means you want to fight again? Yes. They stand up, walk away inside the barracks. <laughs> okay, see you, little babies. 
They wander off, Zen. glaring back and looking. You get the sense, Thrain, that these two are not happy with you. No, no, I don't care. I go not back yet, to Zen don't. and the other guards. <laughs> I go back to the Zen and the other guards and I'm going, Ah, so I have questions for all. I am quite new here. Um, do you know the Tempest Guild, the Venturing Guild? There's a look of incredulity as they all kind of look at each other and the female guard who was the last one that you knocked down goes, yeah, the people who saved the world in Palin. Yeah, we've heard of the mm, Tempest Guild. I've never heard of them and I'm eating like mm. so messily with my hands. Never heard of them, but apparently I'm now one of them. It's whatever. I'll pull the other one. It's got bells on it. <laughs> uh, they you're... gave me this. They gave me this thing, and I showed them like actual like the insignia and stuff that I was given. There's a pause. I don't actually know what it is. <laughs> it's little thing for. I don't know what they do with it. Like, don't know. I put it back in my pack. Um, as you go to put it back, Zen places a hand on your arm. It's a badge. Seems like you've been invited to join mm. a pretty special group. I wear that I with sort of, pride. I sort of, if it was me, I sort of look around. I look around a little bit, and so other people are listening. I'm sort of moving to Zen, and I can't read that. I have no idea what it says. I, um, check it here. I'll tell you what it says. Still learning sure. common, eh, lad? No, no, no. I know how to read. Oh. <laughs> it is. It is um, squiggly, isn't read. it? It's hard to make I just out. Can't, I just can't read this one particular. Yeah. One. Yeah, right. I yeah, can't let me have, do let me have a look. it. Um, no, I know. I am very intelligent. I know things. Of course. Let's have a look here. Tempest Adventuring Guild uh, member. Yeah. And then it's got some sort of motto here in a language I don't speak. I can't. I can't read the mm. whole badge either. Oh, okay. That's very, that's very interesting. Actually, something yeah. to bring up. It says member um, of the Tempest Guild. You say to you say to wear this with honor. Okay. I, they saved the world, did they? Yeah. I imagine now. Probably for like to expedite a little bit. I imagine the guards and Zen would actually tell me what the tempest. Oh yeah, done. yeah, yeah. Over the next sort of ten minutes, they take you through a very rough Spark Notes version of what happened during the Tyranny of Dragons campaign, with some yep. very key mistakes. I would like to point out and misconceptions. Mm. Um, Lyra and Shana are the same person. Uh, Wiltix is <laughs> a wolf. There's that they were assisted by this big wolf who could also turn into a dragon because they get Wiltix mixed up with um, Nile uh, with not Niles with um, uh, Yerveth's Drake Eleanor because uh -huh. uh, and <laughs> the funny. other one what's the other main one they get mixed up oh and Mira is a uh, a red and white dragonborn. Well, they um, really also simple. with Jin's one. You know how he oh not Jin's actually not part of. No, no Jin, tattoo, Jin's, Jin's mentioned as um, this shadowy figure who seems to like pursue them for some time and then seems to be working with them. Maybe he was a member of the cult that they recruited. <laughs> uh, they don't know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, so it actually works out well. Um, perfect. I, I have some fun with them, have some laughs. Um, I'm actually going to... I don't really have notes for three. I don't really keep notes because you can't read common, so I don't keep notes. Oh, that's I a great excuse as night. a player to not keep notes. Nicely done. <laughs> I always, I have extensive notes for Monday night, um, but no, I don't really keep notes for this one. Just Thrain wouldn't keep notes. Yeah. It's gonna, it's actually thematic that he'll forget things later on, so I actually roleplay that. For the purposes um, of expediency, as the guards go back to their work, you begin making your way back into the town. Um, along the way, you actually bump into Harry, and as the two of you are looking around, um, you hear the sounds of, of raucous laughter coming from a tavern not too far from the Unseen University. The tavern is called the Thirsty Sage. And hmm. now that it's been about an hour or so since the others got there, 
students are milling in in quite large numbers. It seems like this is this place is very, very popular with the local students. Ah, Harry, good to see you again. That looks quite fun. We should go and check it out. What do you think? Yeah, yeah I've been there before. It's a good place. It's a, it's a local watering hole. Nice. I don't want water, though. Why would I want water? I want alcohol. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, they have alcohol, too. Oh, do they? Well, as the two well, of you, let's go in then. As the two of you make your way inside the doors, we're going to jump back to the others really quickly. Um, yep. Ember, Lyra, and Niles. Over the last 45 minutes, you've been enjoying more drinks if you want them, um, listening to the sounds of, of raucous entertainment. As a quick reminder, and so for Harry and Thrain as they step in, the tavern itself is um, a very unusual setup. Each of the tables is connected to the ceiling by a large copper pipe, these series of copper tubes which all lead back behind the bar as they rise from the tables to the ceiling and then go back behind the bar. There's taps at each table as well as glasses stored underneath them. Um, the uh, bartender, uh, Phineas, a, a halfling man who looks to be in his sort of 40s to 50s, um, as you call out a number from the menu, uh, activates one of the spigots or one of the taps behind the bar, which allows the drink to flow through the tubes to the specific table where it is. There is a tradition in this tavern where when someone orders particular drinks, there's a bit of a reaction. One of the drinks, um, everyone goes, whoa! If someone orders like just a boring ale, everyone goes, boo, boring. Like there's, there's, a, there's a, a culture, a very student drinking culture here of kind of playing up the the menu and playing up the uh the experience and it's and it's part of the part of the i guess like the um charm of the thirsty sage mm. um ha- no actually let's go yeah ember honestly and- I, would, I would actually i would actually go there to be honest it sounds fun sounds awesome mm. um ember and niles would the two of you have continued drinking and if so what would you be looking for on the menu did you want me to read out some more cocktails um yeah, I think Niles would probably just be enjoying, you know, a bit of downtime. He hasn't really had the chance to enjoy the city. Uh, he was there on business to begin with. So, yeah, he's probably enjoying a fine, something something a little bit more elegant, a little bit more fine. Ooh, okay. Um, Sounds yeah. like you're looking for maybe uh, a cocktail called Fey Nectar or Ent Sap. He'll definitely go the Fey Nectar, that sounds... Fey Nectar. Uh, as you call out number 31, which is the uh, Fey Nectar, um, everyone around the room puts their hands together like butterfly wings and goes... Wah, 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 as you... <laughs> that seems to be the reaction for the Fey Nectar. Oh, what the no hell? No idea also... why. Oh. Yeah. Oh, what, is, what does this mean? What do as, I have? What, what, what to expect from this? As you pull the tap into the glass, a bright bubblegum pink liquid pours out and immediately this floral rose smell rises from the glass. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Uh, that My sounds my. like the little bird. I can hear he's hooting. Oh, oh, Thrain, is that you? Come no over, way. come over here. Oh. Ah, hello friends. We saved your spot. Yes. Oh, and yes. Harry, hello. Hey. <laughs> I sort of get, I sort of sit down and like sort of give you both predator handshakes as I always do. Yeah. Lyra is sitting there coughing a little bit and sipping a glass of water. <laughs> uh, 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 hey guys, how you doing? Don't order the, the, the dragon's fire. Why, 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 what happened? It's really, 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 really hot. Is that a challenge? Ha ha ha. 
I think you should try it. Lyra yeah, gets. You might be able to handle it. Lyra gets a gleam in her eye and goes, "You couldn't handle it, Thrain." <laughs> no, this is challenge. Give me one of them, please. I say it to whoever's around. Uh, Athormaturgy, though. Lyra, Lyra <laughs> nudges you. Lyra nudges you and points to the menu and says, J "Just call out the number." <laughs> I, I think you guys get number used six. to it when you see when you see Thrain sort of heave back in and he straws in breath, you all probably yeah. know what's going to happen. So you probably clasp your ears, but he's definitely going to use Thaumaturgy to three times his uh, normal voice to <laughs> ask for that uh, drink. Do you, do you know how to read numbers? Uh, no, probably not. Only, oh, no. No, no, probably not. But like, the thing is, um, oh, wait, Lyra, did I, Did anyone give me the number? No, Lyra just said the dragon's fire and then pointed yeah, at him and I said, just see the number. I'll just I'll just really share it. Dragon's fire, please. Hey, what was it? What was that, Sai? <laughs> say, what's the really bad drink? The one that from last time was that number fifty. I want to say oh, it was. The, the yeah, punch. number fifty. The gut punch. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll lean over to Thrain and go. It's 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 number fifty. Okay, uh, I'll shout fifty <laughs> at forward to. <laughs> There's a sudden silence that falls over the tavern. Even Thrain, you notice this. Everyone suddenly turns silent and turns towards the table. Oi, gut punch! And then as Phineas turns and looks over and goes, Another one? Really? Alright, your fucking funeral. Pulls down on the uh, <laughs> pulls down on the lever, and as you turn the tap thrain and pour it into a glass, a sickening green liquid slowly dribbles out. It's thick and viscous as it pulls in the bottom of the glass, uh, filling up probably like uh, I'd say like Maybe two thirds of a cup of this. Wait, you want me to drink that? That looks disgusting. It's like something that came out of an old person in my village. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're not strong enough, <laughs> as Lyra coughs. <laughs> hmm. No, you'll challenge me. I do this. I drink it. <laughs> right. As you down this drink. The first thing that assaults you is just sour, bitter, sour flavor that almost burns. And as you feel your all of the muscles in your cheeks and mouth constrict at once in response to this intense sour flavor, all of you from the outside watch as Thrain's cheeks get sucked into his uh, into the hollow of his mouth as his lips sort of purse out a little bit. Thrain, I'm going to get a Constitution saving throw, please. No, that is fine. Oh, I rolled bad. For Eleven, <laughs> Thrain. It's not as good as before. The Thrain. Oh, this is nasty juice. As this, this sourness assaults your tongue <clears throat> and begins stabbing away at your taste buds, all you can taste is the sour. And as you go to swallow, that tightening and constricting of the muscles just gets worse. You have to <gasps> like breathe in as the muscles in your throat tighten and constrict, and you can feel it almost like a warmth moving down your esophagus into your stomach. And as it hits the stomach acid, you swear something went critical in there. <clears throat> this is not very nice. Who told me to drink this? <clears throat> Um, as you are sort of like, why would you do this? This is disgusting. Thrain, the tightening in your throat has raised your voice a whole octave, as your <laughs> vocal cords have also tightened. This is, this is disgusting. <laughs> I knew that'd be worth it. <laughs> I just thought of that then. I was like, oh, this will be fun. Let's see what Jared does with this. Um, 
as everyone around has been completely silent as they heard Thrain's voice from before and then hear, oh, this is disgusting. Everyone, the entire tavern breaks out into laughter. A number of the students come and pat you on the back, wishing you commiserations and then go like, what's your name, mate? What's your name? When everyone everyone would start laughing, I think Thrain would sort of like be sort of disgusted with the taste, but the laugh is probably infectious for him and he would probably start laughing along with it. <laughs> As he laughs up the octave. <laughs> I'm, not sure how, I'm not sure how long it lasts for, but slowly I You imagine, don't know. Yeah, you don't know. That's what I mean. So I will just keep laughing along with everyone else um, and slowly my voice will get back to normal eventually, I'm sure. People, some of the students that come up and congratulate you go like, what, what's your name? What's your name, mate? What's your name? It's the Thrain. Thrain? Ah, Thrain! <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Thrain! Friend! <laughs> so you do the, the high-pitched voice. Um, After about five or ten minutes, your voice does begin to return to its normal booming octave. That was disgusting. Now I want ale. What is the number for ale? Uh, Lyra sort of looks over the menu and then sort of points towards Ember. Uh, Ember, you... <clears throat> Ember, you had the, you had the, the ale, right? What'd you get? I, I, I think I only got the number... One. I got something very plain. You just got a pale ale. <laughs> judged. I will get one, please. I, I want one. Everyone in the tavern uh, but, boos you. <laughs> oh. But I say it a bit loud. But I uh, do not want a flag and I want a barrel of it, please. Um, there's a pause and Phineas turns around from the bar and goes, For myself, by the way. I can... I can keep the tap open. You can keep refilling till you've had a full barrel. I'm not no, going to roll I want a, a barrel. Thank you. I'm not. I, I can't roll. It. I'll go get it then. Okay. No, no, How about that? no, no. no. It, the way it's connected in the it's pipes. Fine. The bird will actually pay for it. It's all good. I no, go get barrel. No, Wait, no, what? I can't. I can't disconnect it from the pipes. It's all. <laughs> I, it's not a question of like want. It's logistics, mate. I can't do it. I start booing at him now. <laughs> I got booed hey! now. Booing at him. No. Come on, everybody. No. You saw me. I am the person who tried Gutbuster, whatever it's called. You all boo him now for not giving me barrel. Come on now. Come on. I will give you a barrel. Through. Just keep pouring it from the thing. I'll just try. Fucking Jesus Christ. Sorry, I wouldn't say Jesus Christ. I'll buy Bahamut. He wanders on over and turns a lever. Um, and one of the pipes above your table sort of begins almost like shuddering ominously. There you go. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, Thren, you could just you could just take as much as you need from there. It's, it's quite, okay, it's quite cool. Impressive. I put my mouth on and just start chugging. Yeah, yeah I imagine you just go like, ah. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. Definitely getting another Constitution saving throw from that. <laughs> That's I did rather appropriately call this stream "Brewing Trouble." 25. I do stand by that as a as a title. Twenty five. This is so much better. Ah, oh, this is just water. If anything, it washes the sour taste away. And by <laughs> the, by, I, I, I'm gonna say now, even with a twenty five, just on the volume your stomach can hold you can't drink a barrel of ale you, you can't That's do fine. it physically but you do get through a fair portion of it and by the end i mean the seal is stretched to its absolute limit like you are there is no more liquids that can fit inside your body what's um, so everyone saw me do the gut buster and yeah what's everyone thinking now it's like i ordered the ale and everyone's like ah oh, boring and then they've seen just me do this yeah as the students watch you drinking and drinking there's like a cry that starts rising above them chuck Chug, 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 chug. Like, <laughs> I'll put one of them out because I'm do- holding the other one with the uh, the lever. There is an immediate cry of way when you finally do finish and sit back. There's a hush as the students turn towards Phineas and one of them goes, how, how, much did he, how much did he drink? How much did he get through? Phineas checks the dials and goes, burn me, most of a barrel. It's impressive. <laughs> I don't 
told you I'd drink a battle. I did it. I feel good. That uh, was nice. Oh, almost. Almost. He drank. Almost. I, well, then, by all means, do it again. I'll drink more. I haven't closed it off. You keep going, mate. <laughs> I will go for barrel then, and I keep I definitely get a good constitution saving throw this time at disadvantage, <laughs> please. That's fine. I'm all good for this. I like to imagine the whole 16. time, like, Niles has just been sitting there with his, like, drink going, oh my, this is, oh my. this is quite exhilarating. <laughs> <laughs> only you had, uh, only if only you had uh, another rage left. It doesn't help with, doesn't help with <laughs> con. Drain, you can't fit any more liquid in your stomach oh, wait, without... wait, I have a rage left. I have three. It doesn't help con save, does it? No, it doesn't. It's okay. No, it doesn't. But physically, break, physically just... he becomes bigger, right? So he can store more liquids in him. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Crush a bell against your head. <laughs> I mean, I and won't also, do, do it, you though. get advantage on con saves? No. Being uh, uh, is I am raging for only a minute, though? Yeah. Yeah. But it, <laughs> it will go pretty quick because I would have to, like, punch myself to keep it going. <laughs> It's um, <laughs> rain. Here's here's the situation. I won't, I won't do it. I won't do it. <laughs> he, he just he just turns to the boy. Punch me. Punch, punch me. me. <laughs> yeah, I go. Go on. This is sparring time, boys. This, this is just weird. I just you rotating and punching. Oh, no, we're not an angry drunk. Who knew? I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> no, Thrain, I don't do that. You can't fit any more liquid in you. Do you persist in drinking? Hmm. Sounds Did like I you do. Barrel? Uh, you can't... No. Here's what happens. As you attempt to drink more, having not emptied your bladder or your stomach, yep. it begins to regurgitate back up your throat. And this entire exercise, the cheers of the students, ends with you vomiting heavily on the floor as <laughs> ale begins bubbling back up through your throat Ooh. and you find yourself slipping over in your own vomit. And going, hey, no, I'm not that bad. I'm not throwing. I'm not, I'm not. I'm throwing up, but at least I'm not like slipping in it. This I'm, is the good outcome. Imagine this, what the bad outcome. This is. <laughs> this isn't. You haven't True. ruptured your stomach. Was the bad outcome like permanently <laughs> ruptured something? That was. So as you as you drop on over, <laughs> just like a balloon emptying. It's like a. It's not even like um digested yet onto the floor. The half elf comes up, uh, sorry, the high elf comes up, and you watch as she just like sighs and begins prestidigitation, cleaning the, uh, cleaning the floor. Right, you've had enough. Out you go. Go on. Oh please, I'm not even drunk. What do you mean? I probably would be a bit like swaying. There, yeah, you are definitely. <laughs> go, go on. That's the rules. Once you once you pop, that's it. You're out. Go on. But you don't see my feet. What does everyone else think, hey? Uh, as she gives you a look and you turn for like encouragement the students suddenly seem busy with other things <laughs> they do not want to mess they do not want to mess with the elf okay I, I am done with drinking then you can cut me off but I stay here with my friends give me a persuasion check not very good at them snig one <laughs> 13 considering. She sighs. Can Harry, can yeah. Harry chuck her a silver to uh, yes. give him an advantage? Definitely. Oh, as, yeah. as you chuck her a silver, she catches it in the air, tucks it away and goes, all right, you're responsible for him and points to you, Harry. <laughs> that is going to be fun. Why are you lot laughing? Oh. She looks over at Ember. You're responsible for him too. All of you are. Well, okay. I mean, the bartender didn't need to give me the drink. He knew what was going to happen. Look, Phineas... Hands up, goes, you, hey, you, you yelled at me and asked people to boo me. <laughs> uh, this is fun. Thrain, I'm having Thrain, fun. Thrain is new new to the city. Uh, he is... Uh, Never been here. I haven't yes. actually been to many cities, to be honest. Oh, yes, this is probably your first uh, 
a city like other this. Than the, other, than the, other than the Dwarven City, but that was oh, a bit more fun than this. And La Spire, I suppose. That was a little bit of more... Yes. Uh, that was boring. Mental mm. creatures weren't that great to fight. Mm. That's true. That's true. While mm. that's going on, Ember, what would you be doing? What? Dave, I'll get you to a I'd second, I promised. Sitting back and checking out like what Thrain's doing, just marveling at the fact that he just keeps drinking and drinking and drinking. And yeah. hey, look, hey, look if, you're, if, if you're um, if you guys are like now, if I'm, she didn't cut me off technically. She said you're, you're like no, no, no. She rest, cut you off and then said like you need to get him out of here if he causes any more trouble. All of you are out. Mm, <laughs> you would definitely cut okay, off though. Right. <laughs> nice try. Okay. Gonna, oh, what what will then happen is, and I'm gonna do a quick stealth. And sleight of hand, because I'm going to be stealing drinks. Can can Harry can Harry perception check this? Yes, hundred percent. I'm trying to steal drinks from around. Uh, I got a good. Oh, wow! Damn! Oh, damn! Drunk Thrain is a force to be reckoned with. Oh, Natural man. twenty, twenty-two. <laughs> um, Thrain. Yeah, whenever the others are talking and discussing things, you just quickly put a glass forward, refill the tap, and have a drink. Perfect. All right. Um, I, okay, we'll get to, we'll get past the shenanigans now and, um, I'll sort of look around and, uh, this has been fun. It's good to, uh, build camaraderie, but, um, Niles, my, my friend, my, my bird friend, I met someone that you might be interested in. He's, um, oh, force oh, yes. like you. He was oh. a bit of a force, but I was able to best him, but Zen Ooh. is his name. The guards, I, I. I threw down with the guards. It was a lot of fun. Oh, was this? Did you get into any strife? And did they come no, to you? No, or I you went... just went to their. I just went to their barracks and shouted at the top of my lungs to uh, throw down oh. with me, and they did. Oh wow! Well, I'm glad that that's worked out for you. And I imagine you gave them a good one-two. <laughs> I did. I took on eight guards at once and beat them. Oh, an impressive feat! But, this, but, but um, tell me, but tell me about the Zen fellow. He sounds rather well, interesting. When I was fighting him, he reminded me of you a lot, to be honest. Um, oh. Quick mover, he was sort of moving my blows. It was very... Rem reminded me of you, to be honest. And oh. I, I, I think you would... Could learn a thing or two from him. Not Indeed. my fighting style, per se, but... Yeah, a bit more yours. Indeed, eh? Maybe even Harry, to be honest. Harry, you also have a bit of movement to you. Very quick. It could also be good for you, to be honest. Mm. Yes, I move. He so, does. what what has everyone been getting up to, eh? Well, we've been, how do you been doing our things? We don't have to talk about it if you want, like, expedite, expedite. I think we'll expedite and so you guys share. share yeah, we share, we, we share what happened from the previous um, session. I would like to, I, I would like to hear what Harry says, though, just because his is a bit more secretive. Obviously, I know that, my brain does not. I would like to just hear what Harry has to say about what he did. Oh, you know, I had to move some supplies, uh, meet some contacts, and uh, plan about what the next shipment will be. Oh, just very merchant stuff. What would the next shipment be, Harry? What would it be, little one? Oh, you never mind. We just, you, you just, you just find some fights to do, and you'll be fun. <laughs> oh, oh, secrets kept between friends. Please, I love to hear. Yeah, Anything that we maybe. should. Oh, I'm sorry, Harry. I was just wondering if there was anything, you know, that we could uh, keep an eye out for um, in our travels that might assist you in your endeavours. 
He, um, I'll, I'll let you know when I find something. He just, any opportunities. This is what being an entrepreneur is all about, finding opportunities ah. where there are none. I could, <laughs> I could learn a thing or two from you as well uh, to advance mm -hmm. the Silverwind family's name and to uh, acquire some more. Well, that was part of the reason I came to the city in the first place was to acquire some materials and some product for the family. And well, I've, I've been grossly uh, uh, distracted and uh, a bit of a bit of a sidestep there from that original uh, uh, objective. What materials in the Odrix? Maybe I can help you. I might know a guy. Well, I was I was rather interested in the uh, in some of the and uh, some of the mushrooms that they were selling down at the docks, but uh, well, that's actually when I ran into Lyra that uh, that one that fateful day only a few weeks ago. Um, uh, but I don't know the the the, the Silverwind family are uh, an interesting bunch. Well, um, to be honest, little one, if you're interested in trade, well, why don't you go and tag along with Harry next when he does his uh, stuff? He does. Yes. 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 Sounds like there's a lot to glean from this city between its uh, outstanding guards and its outstanding uh, trade. I think it should, this could be a good time to uh, to indulge. Yep, I can show you some of the uh, list-known places as well. Mm. In, in, in any case, though, um, we haven't heard back from Miri yet about where we're going next, though, have we? Uh... Lyra nods. I think we were going to meet her back at the Guildhall, weren't we? Uh, yes, of course. This afternoon? Probably, mm. she like, checks outside the window. Ah, uh, probably is time we, you know, head on over. Maybe, do we want to go across now? Could be a good idea. I wouldn't mind hearing what she thinks, because we've got a couple of different options available to us, right? In terms of where we want to go, we could maybe go check out that lead we had to the north. Mira was mentioning something about the Underdark. I mean, and I've yes. always wanted to go visit the Shattered Isles, but that seems more like a thing we do in our own time, maybe. Maybe. Well, we can see where our travels take us. And, uh... <laughs> Don't. What you do, I do. I'm more than happy to help all my little friends whatever they need or want. There was that um, fellow that the students were talking about before. Uh, that Professor Grell fellow. It sounded like he was rather an interesting fellow. I don't know oh, the if any of the... Yes, yes. I, I wasn't sure if any of the spellcasters here might uh, be able to learn or anything from him as well while we're here. It might be worth a chat. But they those students seemed pretty impressed. Yes. Yeah, I was asking. They mentioned that he was an expert on, like, fauna and flora. Maybe mm. if we are going to head down into the Underdark, could be good worth talk. Like, might be worth talking to him to get an idea of what might be there. I mean, also that could be good for the North too. Learn, like, learning what things we might encounter. Although, three, you're from the North, aren't you? I am from the North. Yes. Do you know what we might encounter if we were to go north? Um. Okay, so that is definitely more of a question for you out of game because I don't know that. That's right, I do. What does what does Thrain know? What, what would what would Thrain um, say? Large beasts, of? dire bears, dire wolves, dire elk. The the frozen Norths. Um, there's a, a very rare phenomenon. This isn't what Thrain would necessarily know, but for those listening, there's a very rare phenomenon that occurs in the deep sea called deep sea gigantism. Um, in our uh. world, in Nostea, that occurs not just in the deep sea but also in the far north and far south in the uh, very cold landscapes. Um, there are a number of massive, massive beasts that roam the lands far to the north and far to the south along the icy wastes. The ice caps that surround the very north um, of Nostea, known as Northgard, are full of enormous creatures, dangerous beasts that the Goliath, who inhabit those frozen wastes, hunt. I mean, no one in their right mind takes on a dire bear, but uh, alone, uh, as a tribe, maybe in rare circumstances, but the dire elk 
um, and the occasional dire wolf, sure. There's um, there's a lot of things, very big creatures that are bigger than me. And you've got the dire bears. That they're you've got to be careful with them, but they're pretty they're pretty fun when you've got people to go and hunt them. Um, yetis, um, massive beasts of many different types. A lot of fun. They uh, oh, they they get your blood pumping. Uh, elk. Uh, if you look at my my cloak, I, I got this from a few elks that I myself have uh, and, and oh. wolves that I've. By, mind you, these are bigger than me, so bit of fun. But probably it's you're... bigger than you. Oh my! I think most of them, yes. Your fur cloak, Thrain, I think actually might be from a dire bear. It's been passed oh, down okay, in sweet. your family. Maybe one of your ancestors, your great grandfather, right. was able to. Well, let's to s- on that. Yeah, I because I so, when, um, when we were doing it, I think I was basing it on bear skin because I even I, I did originally almost... have like little bear claws cool. um, oh, yeah. set into I your fists them. as well. Yeah. So I, I sort of look around and sort of like almost like I sort of get into that sort of like um, storyteller sort of around the campfire s like I'm sort of weaving like this like pretty um, engaging story mm. at least for Goliath standards. Um, no, this this cloak is passed down from my family. My Great, great ancestor, giant frost giant, uh, Jarl Orflixen. I descended from his line, um, and it was said that he fought this great creature that was bigger than him for days upon days until he finally was able to smite it on the on on the mountainside. So, wow. quite a story that is passed around. This particular dire bear was twice the size of other dire bears and this is part of his fur heirloom of my family must have been a monster it was oh oh Jarl Ulfric, he was uh, what a he was an amazing warrior i'm oh. proud to be from his line ember have you ever experienced any of these creatures before in your travels say you're quite quite a well-traveled uh, fellow. Um, have you encountered well, any of these beasts? Actually, I mean, in terms of, I don't know how you, you set it up, Owen, but from where I was, I don't think, I mean, I'd only really started traveling when I got to the cave. I, I imagine that I'd only been uh, out for maybe a few months at this yeah, time. So you've, you've not, I, yeah. Well, unless you mean also, in the ash grove, there's not much around there. Would that be safe? Lots, I mean, lots of not? animals, but not any of mm. the the huge, massive, dire creatures that that haunt the north. Um, most of the animals that you would have been encountering around the ash grove, um, like elk, deer, uh, the occasional moose, normal bears, normal wolves, um, very like standard forest. Uh, animals uh, but also around the ash grove there's a number of other dangers to look out for um probably the more the more dangerous things you've ever faced are known as cinder ents and they're a type of awakened tree a type of um like conscious tree that has been burned and destroyed by fire um and they for the for the the druids of the uh, of the ash grove they can be quite dangerous and deadly because they are immune to fire and that is the specialty of your druids is this fire magic. So they're probably that's when you think of dangerous creatures, you think of a cinder ent. Wow. Yeah, um, so like, I was going to say the North Guard is like the high level. He hasn't got all the badges yet to enter that area. So. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's yeah. probably like the eight, sixth or seventh badge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Particularly the frost or the ice one. I, is. 
I haven't got the HM for cut yet, and uh, yeah. the giant pseudo-woodow is clearly uh, in my way at this stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You need the Azua flute to awaken Snorlax, the Pokey yeah. flute to awaken Snorlax and uh, head north. So, no, so, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say that to, to Thrain and everyone else. It's just, I, I haven't seen any of these giant creatures. All mine are, well, regular size oh. for me anyway. We're similar size, aren't we? You and I, Thrain? I'm... Yeah. My guy is eight foot five. Okay, so yeah, you're about a foot taller than me. So, yeah, you know. that's fine. Yeah. I, I am admittedly quite tall for my race. Um, even even I like I do come from a line of Yal Oflix, so all Oflix and so Oflix. Um, so it's a bit bigger, but there are even bigger things in some of those. Um, the mammoths. You should see some of them. They are huge, and there is a legend that up in the north there is this massive frost dragon. I imagine there would be one. I think there is one there that we is. encountered. There is. You guys encountered it. Um, oh, let me see. Or Rathator. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's How it. amazing is it that I can remember that? Probably two years yeah, on. Was, <laughs> just, in the, like, in the encyclopedia notes. that is yeah. this world and I just like pull open the drawer in my mind palace, pull out like, what was that dragon? Oh yeah, a Rathator. It's, 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 it's also such a cool name. A Rathator. It is. It just like rolls off the, the tongue. I, um, I sort of go back into that sort of like court, like, you know, um, sort of like campfire sort of story again. I go, it's said that there's something that not even the Goliaths hunt in the north. This massive frost worm, a Rathator. No one hunts him. He is the hunter. Does, and we okay. all, even we, the Goliath people, don't run per se, but we don't tangle with that one. Niles, a question to the DM. you're a super fan of the, uh, of the Tempest Guild. <laughs> do I do I recognize who he's talking about based on? Yeah, the I'm gonna get Guilds? a gonna get a history check. Fuck yeah. Because if you if you I'm roll well one. on this, you're going to know something uh, about a Rathator that natural one. That's a zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! We built that up so much. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't That's expecting so a zero. I I, <laughs> I don't know what number I was expecting, but it wasn't a zero. <laughs> um, Niles, Niles, this is this is what you know. Oh yeah, you've heard of a Rathator before, but he's not a frost worm. Your train has got his facts very confused. <laughs> Unlike you, he is sorely misinformed, and it is your duty to, I guess, kind of correct Thrain and his misconceptions. Oh, or Rathator God. was never an ice dragon. Or Rathator's a flumph. A very large flump, a freakishly large flump. Um, for those who are not aware what a flump is, um, imagine a floating disc-like body, stalk-like eyes and tentacles that hang underneath. Um, Personality-wise, they're intelligent and they can speak telepathically and they have the disposition of an excited four-year-old. Um, yeah, Orathator was a flump, a rogue freakishly large flump that had been mutated by cosmic rays emerging from some eldritch portal deep beneath the earth. But the Tempest Guild were able to defeat it. You remember distinctly that Emmerich actually had to eat the flump to destroy it. But Man, this is all levels wrong. Emmerich wasn't even there. <laughs> it's a natural... He got zero. I, know, I, have I, know, to, I can't I know, give him I, anything I, I, correct. I, I have to... I love it. I love it. it you, have so to be, you have to be so misinformed. And, and actually, unfortunately... 
Emmerich perished. In that... <laughs> he died. He was never there at the end of the He didn't battle. make it. That, the... that makes it even more confusing for... Uh... He didn't realize the oh, flump yeah. that flumps, this particular flump, actually, instead of blood, had an endotoxin coursing through its veins. If only he'd known, he'd wait. be here with us today. He was lost. I can't wait for Niles to eventually meet Emmerich later on. <laughs> it was truly tragic. It was truly tragic, Thrain. I've also what? heard... Seppersfield mourned for many days the loss of Emmerich. The flump's Who? body just is... inviscerating what? him into a pile what of goo. F- what is the flump? Who is Emmerich? Oh. What are you... Emmerich was one of the esteemed members of the Tempest Guild, one of the founding... Wait, members. why are you saying all this? I'm talking about the Rathator, the great frostworm of the north. A Rathator? A Rathator is a flump. Don't you Don't you know anything? He was never a frost giant. A frost... Uh, a frostworm. He was a, he was a flump. Mutated by the cosmic rays, the Tempest Guild came about his his lair and and fought him in Mortal Kombat. Unfortunately, Emric was lost. I've so, I've seen a Rathator with my own eyes. Um, no, 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 is no. bigger than our <laughs> village. No, 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 no. You're, you're surely mistaken. It's so much funny um, hearing it back. <laughs> you saying no. it was a flump. <laughs> it was a flump. Dis- oh, disc-like okay. creature with tentacles. Very strange. Oh, Very man. unusual. But no. I I'm mean, sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure I'm sure you were mistaken. No, I, I, I know, I'm, I know, I, I know my I know my facts about the Tempest Guild. Believe you, you me. Lyra, who's calling? sitting next to you, shakes her head, pats you on the arm, Niles, and goes, "Um, Niles." Yeah, yeah, yes, Lyra. None of that's that. None of that's true. Well, because she knows Emmerich's alive. She was there. <laughs> um, what do you mean? I, I have it under a good authority that that is what happened. I, no, I heard I, it from I'm, a fellow in. I'm in, so in, sorry. In Palin. I'm, I'm so sorry, Niles. That's that's all. That's all shit. None of that's true. Are you telling me the that bastard? Did you pay him for uh, this was, information? Wait, who is this bastard? Who 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 told you this? Niles, you remember a, a fellow, a youngish fellow with uh, a green tunic and uh, armor, wielding a halberd, uh, with spiky black hair, who um you bumped into on one of your journeys, who uh, when you asked about the Tempest Guild said, "Oh yeah, mate, I'll tell you all about the Tempest Guild." Um, now that you think about it, it's great. It does sound very much like the description of Emric. Oh, oh, oh my, oh, uh. He was playing how, a joke on you. Oh, yeah. how embarrassing. <laughs> that is rather, wow, that, so that was Emmerich. Yeah. Oh my. He does that. He's a bit of a dick. Oh. Sorry, Niles. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very upset by this betrayal, but at the same time, I... to have met Emmerich in the flesh and not know, <laughs> no, oh, no. that is so true of Emmerich. <laughs> little one, little one, you are being deceived. This angers me. You are one of my family now. I beat oh, oh. up Emlick when we see him next. <laughs> I hunt I will, this man down. <laughs> I, will, I will make sure he does not deceive you again. This is very meta. Oh. For those of you who might not know what's going on here, um, in the uh, Tyranny of Dragons <laughs> campaign, Emrick was Jared's player character. <laughs> so. Yes. For the, for the first bit, um, before like I switched, just switched to... I found he was a bit too like yet again like I always need to find the right fit, and he was a bit too grating on the party. I needed someone who fitted a bit more seamlessly better. Like, and Thrain actually has been surprisingly really good with the party. Um, I've oh, yeah. had to mend, mend him a little bit, but um, yeah. So he's um, yeah. But it's pretty funny like dissing one of my own characters that I made. It's great. Lyra gives a bit of a chuckle and goes, um, 
We should probably pay for drinks and head over to the guild hall. I, I, I... Uh, perfect, no problem. I pat, I, I give a big pat to uh, our friend here, the Birdman. I go, oh, you got this. I take it. I don't have gold. I don't carry it. I, yeah. Okay, let's go. Uh, yeah, I get up and walk out. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you just walk out. I mean, the rest of your group are still there, so they're not worried about you walking out on the bill. There's others there to pay it. Just head outside. Dare I say, how much is the bill? Um, I don't know. There's uh, no prices on the menu. Should we have oh. asked prices beforehand? <laughs> we should have. Oh, this could be great. I, that's a rather... That's a bit, uh, how much um, did Emmerich drink? Emmerich. How much did Emmerich. Thrain drink? Oh, so myself and Slider Hands are going to bump this up a little bit too. Yeah, I know. Don't worry. Lyra goes, like, how, how much did he drink? It was like a barrel and then he drank the, the gut punch. You see so many um, more glasses now that you're looking... Do, do, do you um, see those glasses there, Lara? Um, I, 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 I certainly didn't. Uh, where did they come from? We were meant to be keeping an eye on him. What? Ember, please tell uh, me you've been drinking all of those. I, I, I've had a couple of drinks, but uh, no, I wasn't even paying attention to Thrain. I was I was so impressed by the uh, the story of Emmerich. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Um, I shudder to you know what the bill is. Uh, there's really only one way to solve this fairly, and I think we can all agree. And Lyra puts her finger on her nose. <laughs> Harry. Oh, Harry. <laughs> well, Please. sorry, Harry. It's I a long. Keep, How much is the uh, the bill? Phineas uh, gives you a nod and a wave. Leans down the counter, um, pulls out a receipt, begins like writing down some numbers. Goes. Uh, that'll be forty nine gold pieces. <laughs> oh. I was hoping you'd Better say fifteen. Was. Better was. <laughs> That's what I got for my goods. Meta-wise, this is why I give all my gold to you guys that I get, because then you do get it back. That's true. I don't carry gold. This is sort of my gold in a way, so this is fun. I like this. Um, uh, Full circle. To, are we able to put this on the uh, on the tab for the Tempest Guild? Um, <laughs> just, uh, I just rolled in that one for stealth, so I'll, I'll try that. <laughs> you you slip, you slip on some of the uncleaned vomit of Thrain. Oh. <laughs> I love that we're just both standing there and you just fall over. <laughs> oh man, that's great. He, he look at destruction, and uh, he slips and falls. <laughs> the you watch Harry. You feel a, a hand grip your collar, and you are lifted into the air by your collar by a almost like ghostly illusionary hand. The high elf who's seated at a table sipping a wine holds her hand up, brings you over towards the bar and lowers you in front of Phineas with this illusionary hand and then dismisses it. Phineas smiles and goes, right. Yeah, you got the- There's a tripping hazard there. You're lucky I don't sue. He oh. looks at the thing and goes, if you're foolish enough to trip over your own feet, it's not none of my business. Harry oh. um, hands him the 15 gold that he has um, to the pool, like to, to, to Niles, really. But yeah, uh, yeah. And, I, and, I, and I hand over the remaining money. Oh, great. Thanks very much. Takes the gold, tucks it away and goes, you're welcome back anytime, the lot of you. you. You know, you really should put the prices on the, uh, on the items. So No, then no one would come here and drink. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it makes sense. How, just out of curiosity, how much of that on the bill was the... Was the the ale that uh, well, the, ba- the, the barrel was 23 gold pieces so like at least half oh, okay. and a bit oh well i mean that that checks out it, it, 
it's, is that expensive? Like twenty three gold for for a barrel? That's yeah. Pricey, I mean, right? as you as you have a bit of a think, Niles. Um, do you want to roll me a yeah. quick history check? Sure. History it went so well last best, time. <laughs> best stat ever. Sixteen. You, uh, can can Harry give the help action being a sure. in the Yeah, time? sure. Oh, you roll again. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Sixteen's not bad. Sixteen's pretty good. Nine. We'll take the sixteen. Um, yeah, like a medium quality barrel of ale should only be about nine gold pieces at the most. Like at the very most. Yeah. I like my eyes narrow a little bit and go, that is rather steep. Uh, is there a reason for the, for this like, um, uh, in- inflated costs? That's how much it's worth. Uh, I'm going to inside check him real yeah, quick. Yeah, go for it. Uh, let's see inside. There we go. That's a bit better. Hopefully. Yeah. Ten. No. Um, We're in the middle of the road. Phineas seems smiling, convinced that all is okay. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Ember, what's your passive perception? I was, uh, yeah, so my passive perception is 13. Ember. But, uh, I was gonna, oh, yeah. yeah. No, go, no, no, you go. No, no. All I was going to say is that, uh, well, I mean, they're all talking about what they're doing, but, uh, you know, Buddy and say something along the lines of, I thought it was, you sure it's not happy hour or something like that? Surely these prices can't be correct. As as you go to Bud in Ember, as you lean forward, you notice a group of students over by one of the tables laughing and pointing at you lot and cheersing, holding up their drinks, cheering each other. I'll uh, walk over to the table and be like, lads, uh, how are we? There <laughs> is a sudden, immediate, awkward silence. You watch as a couple of them go, <laughs> and like put their glasses down. One of them chokes into his uh, into his beer. Another one quickly downs the drink and goes, <clears throat> uh, yeah, what, what's up? Hi. Yep. Uh, just trying to settle up our tab over there and it seems to be some discrepancies. You guys wouldn't know anything about that at all? No. <laughs> so make this... I'm just going to quickly... I'm going to let you keep going, Simon. I'm just going to quickly come in. I'm going to stand behind you. Hang on. What's... You don't know what's going on. You're outside. No, no, no. no. <laughs> well, no, what I'm going to say is, what is taking so long? That's all I'm going to do. I'm now, like, inserting myself a little bit, so I'm going to... Because oh, if, if you step back into the entrance, you're over near the bar where the others are all standing. Ember's gone off to the back of the back of the bar to talk okay, to the I was just trying to give him a little. I was just trying to make them more scared. No, That's fine. I'll let um, Ember insight natural one four. Yeah, all oh. seems good. All seems all right. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Well, lads, uh, look, it, it did seem like you were cheer- choosing to us. We're uh, we're, we're fellow travelers coming through the town. Part of the Tempest Guild, actually. Have you have you heard of us? There's a bit of a look that they share and a bit of a chuckle and go, wait, are they, are they serious? Are they really part of the Tempest Guild? Show us, show us proof. Where's the proof? Do I have any kind of- A badge, of, you've been uh, given a badge. All of you I have did, a badge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary did. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'll show my badge. I opened the wallet closed really quickly, but- uh, yeah, <laughs> It's probably pinned to like your satchel or something. You just, <laughs> you just move your shoulder and show the badge. I mean, actually, no, do you know what? Knowing Ember, You've got a case to hold your trophies, right? Your is it? Yeah. I mean, 
there's a space on the lid as the, as the as the case opens up. You've got the the eight slots to put badges in, and then it's just the lid on the other side. Would you have like carved out a bit of the, the lining and mounted your badge yeah. in there? Yeah, nice. Right, knock it in. Yep. <laughs> there's a sudden pause as they all look at it and go, "Oh shit!" Um, could I get you to please make me? I'm going to say either a persuasion or intimidation. Your choice. Let's see. Uh, persuasion. Can I give him advantage on the intimidation if he does do that? Because I've now walked back in and like I look angrily nervous. Oh, he's on persuasion. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, we've I'll had three back. nat ones within five rolls. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Um, all of you have had a nat one tonight, actually. Except for Thrain. Except for Thrain. That's okay, Thrain. We'll get you a nat two one. Crits. Thrain had two crits. Thrain had two crits instead. You've been stealing everyone's good luck. You've been taking everyone's crits, damn it. Um, Ember, there's a sudden pause and you watch as one of the students. um, uh, She looks to be probably about, I'd say, maybe 19, 18, um, half-elf. Probably, judging by her skin tone, probably uh, half-drow, half-dark-elf. She goes bright red and you watch as... The spell that she had been holding in her hand, she closes her hand and the spell fades. Over at the bar, Phineas takes another look at the receipts and goes, Wait, hang on a minute. You were table six, right? Yes. That's oh my correct. God, I'm so sorry. I, I've combined your table with the, the students over there. Oh, there How did go. I do that? I'm, I, I am so sorry. There is egg all over my face right now. I, you know, I think I think B should pay for a bill, to be honest. It's not fair for someone else to pay for a bill just because I made a mistake. That's not right. Uh, sorry, I'm so sorry. Let me just quickly throw that out. Like, tell you what, tell you what, let's let's just cross off. Why don't we say that the, the fire, the, the dragon's fire that your friends coughed up half of, let's just, how about I take that off as an apology, eh? Uh, what does that bring the bill down to then? Uh, let me just do the math. Um, 17 gold pieces. Oh, well, that's rather... That's a much, much more amicable, I think. Yeah, what? As he looks again, looking genuinely confused, he looks a bit dazed, Niles. Are you, are you okay? Is I just... Uh... My head feels a bit off. Something's... I feel a bit weird. I've never done that before. Normally I'm good uh... at this. Sorry, I, 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 I like, look just... around the room. And, like, these are, like, students. They're yeah. probably all at the unseen university. Yeah. I look back at the barkeep, and I'm like, uh, does this happen to you often? No, I don't think so. No, this, I think this is... Oh, wait. About three nights ago, I did the same thing. person put in oh. an official complaint with the guard, said that I was overcharging. Then they came in, and I showed them the receipts, and it all seemed in order. I would just be maybe a bit cautious. Maybe some of these uh, students from the Unseen University might be, uh, I see, with some bit of magic to pull no. one of your eyes. You don't, no, you don't think that really, do you? I, like, glance over at the table that the uh, Ember and uh, yeah, yeah, they're still chatting to them yeah. around, <laughs> and I just go, oh, no, I think there might be something going on here. I... Cheeky little butt wipes. Um, yes, yes. I would be perhaps uh, looking into some more uh, uh, protections, perhaps from these uh, from these prankster students that you've got under your uh, roofs here. Senelope, he looks over at the high elf. Yes, dear. 
you need to cast and you detect magic. That magic thing that you have to detect magic. You need to have that up and you need to let me know if anyone's casting spells on me. Dear, no one's casting spells on you. No, they are. I just made a mistake. You are capable of making mistakes, my love. You've made them before. No, 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 no. I almost charged these people 47 gold pieces for a couple of drinks and a barrel of ale. Can you, can you keep an eye on that lot? Make sure they're not doing something to me. My head feels funny. Yes, dear, of course, yeah. sir. Keep an eye out. Can I inside to see if she's in on it for some yeah, reason? Yeah, it's 100% 100% you can inside. Of course you can. I'll 17. No, she she genuinely seems just as confused as him. Um, And as she looks oh, over okay. at the students, you watch as she casts some magic, sort of squints her eyes as she looks around, shakes her head as she sees another group of students doing something clearly <laughs> magical and walks on over to talk to them. Maybe I have to have a no magic rule in here. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I, I think it's a heaven. Why would anyone need magic? Yeah, it's a good point, isn't it? Well, look, thank you for your patronage. I hope to see you all again. Hey, can, can we um, can we just call it 15? And here he hands the 15 gold that he uh, picked up for the, the smart mags. No, I've already, I've already I've already taken off three golds. No, I've already, I've already discounted it from 20 down to 17. <laughs> it's 17. That's how much you're paying. It's fine. It's oh, fine. Oh. It's, Harry, it's okay. I slide the two over. Okay. Ember. Students are looking very sheepish as Phineas announces this quite loudly to the tavern and everyone can overhear this. I, oh, look, I, I feel for them because, I mean, my, my, I'm only 30 myself. I'm not very well versed with these other people. <laughs> I probably just look at them and go... Thanks for that. And then I just probably start walking out. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dob them in necessarily. Thirty for a furbogs. Yeah, pretty young. So Very young, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you're, you're pretty young for a for a furbog. As you yeah, make your way out and begin heading back towards the rest of the group, and with that, all of you depart and make your way back towards the night hall. Can I, can I just say, is that because yeah. like Ash would be like ten leaving Palatown? We've got that. Yeah. We've got so Ember a wee bit older. I think I think we agreed that Ember was like 16, 17 if he was a human. Basically like just old enough to, to head out and travel on his own if he was a if he was a human. An age which makes <laughs> sense to actually travel by yourself potentially, yes. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Um, brilliant. As as you make your way back towards the night hall and arrive at the uh, the guild headquarters, you can see that the crowd of people who were um, milling around the blacksmith shops uh, around Howes under the earth have mostly dispersed, and Howes is having a bit of a break, sitting outside the front, drinking from a water skin, sweat um, dripping uh, through her fur, wetting the top of her uh, her very like desert leopard uh, fur patterns. She gives you a smile and a bit of a nod as you walk inside, waiting for you. In the foyer is Mira. As you step on inside, she smiles warmly and welcomes you all in. Just bring you all through. Let me get you, get you all in. Hey. Um. As you as you head on inside, the dining. Uh, sorry, the sitting room here is very very opulent, as discussed before. Um. It's clearly been designed with a uh, a very um, shall we say like focus on comfort and style and as you make your way in and take your seats i can just drag you in here Um, as you make your way in and take your seats in the in the sitting room mira warmly smiles and um, gathers up some papers that she had strewn about her on the nearby desk well welcome back um how was your diversion in the town 
Oh, it was rather uh, rather enjoyable, actually. I uh, I drank a whole barrel of me uh, ale. Oh, um, uh, excellent. And um, I fought eight gods. Uh, it was um, it was an old man was, with a samurai sword. It it was uh, amicable uh, engagement, I hear. Uh, oh God. I was concerned you uh, just attacked guards. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Worried we had another Emric on our hands. I, um, chal- I challenged them to honourable combat, sparring. Oh, fist. good, <laughs> wonderful. Well, uh, if it helps build relations between the guild and the uh, Ocean Royal Guards, I have no complaints. Um, now we have a bit of a situation. I mentioned previously that there was some reports coming from the Underdarker. A section of this land, this world that we normally haven't had much to do with. I, I myself, have actually never been into the depths of the Underdark. I did wonder, is this something you might potentially be interested in checking out? We will have to send a team. Sorry, I haven't told you what's there. Um, Let me pull open the report. Uh, About a week ago, a group of uh, deep gnomes, uh, Snurf Niblin, um, came up from the uh, the dark, talking about a, a sudden expansion of the Dwergar, taking slaves uh, to mine the uh, surrounding ores. Yes, Niles. Uh, did you did you just say Snurf Niblin? It is the name. name. Yes, that is the name of <laughs> deep gnome, deep gnomes in their tongue, Snurf Niblin. Oh, okay. I'll have to get used to saying that. Um, okay, I'll write that down. Uh, it is spelt how it sounds. S N I R F. This is this is legit. I'm not making this up. Snurf Niblin. If I rent, no, I, right? I have heard them. I have heard that before. Um, oh, sorry, it's S Sverf. Oh, I might have said that night. Sverf Niblin. It's S V I R F. It's already a mouthful. That I'm sure that even even your the way you tried it was more than amicable. Snurf Niblin. Sverf Niblin. Sir Niblin. Sir <laughs> um, Reports that the Dwergar, the, uh, the the deep dwarves, um, a, a, a group of them, a, a, a large um, a city of them, has expanded rapidly recently. And the, the Sir Niblin was saying that there has been a number of, of people taken, not just from the depths, but from the surface too, and used as slaves to help mine out the caverns for items of interest. What was interesting is a large focus on mining coal, not something that the Dwergar need in such high numbers. I suspect the Dwergar might be working for the Stone Giants, but why the Stone Giants would ally themselves with Dwergar and allow for slaves to be used to mine is beyond me. I don't know much about the stone giants, and the report from Loki says that they can be hard to understand and unpredictable. Oh well, that's um, that's comforting. Um, but the mining of coal—that's rather interesting. The the mountain giant, uh, sorry, the the, uh, the hill giants were um, well, they were wanting to access the the oil reserves um, for their own ah, this uh, is, devices. This is interesting. I did read that in your report. I am concerned that it seems like the giants are restocking, rearming, and getting ready for possible battle. This is worrying. I know 
Lockheed tells me that there is nothing to worry about, but I can't help but feel that there is something going on we are not being told about. Well, Lockheed uh, perhaps may be speaking on behalf of the different giant factions, but our, our, our discussion with uh, Yal uh, Gunlock seems to suggest that there is definitely a, an imminent battle between her and her brothers, at least. Uh, but whether or not these other giant clans are arming for something else, that remains to be seen. Um, definitely worth investigating, though. Um, definitely worth investigating. Now, I also read in your report that you were following a lead to a, uh, a facility somewhere in the north. Wiltix yes. has offered to go and do some scouting around, see if he can get a lead. This sounds bad, but I can't afford to lose a whole team on a, on a search. And I think it best if we send the team down towards the, uh, the Underduct to deal with what is below while Wiltix scouts ahead. And Wiltix can cover quite a bit of ground. And he says that he can talk to wolves now too, so I guess that might help. Sounds like a plan to me. Um, the other thing that we will need to discuss as well, I need a team to head to the Shattered Isles uh, sometime in the next few weeks. So if you are able to uh, find out what's going on in the Underdark and uh, maybe investigate and, uh, and see if there's anything you can do to help and maybe release the captives and spy on the stone giants, if you can make it back, I think um, it's best to, to fly you to the Shattered Isles I'm also told that the Underdark connects to many different lands. Uh, I was speaking with uh, with one of my dragon contacts, and they said that uh, once a, a black dragon had made a lair underneath um, uh, an area of Balmia and had accessed it not by flying over land, but by flying through caves deep beneath the earth all the way from Chiari. It's quite a distance, a whole continent's distance and a large ocean between. So perhaps you might be able to find your way over to the Shattered Isles and emerge from underneath. Are, are you suggesting that we could take the Air of Decency down and the caverns? Well, that might be a bit tricky. I'm not sure if, in, if the Air of Decency would be able to fly through some of the gaps and, and pathways. Um, in fact, mm. I was hoping to check with Griswold about organizing a vehicle for you, but he has still not returned. Hmm. I'm just a bit concerned about covering the distance needed in the Underdark. Uh, do you have a, an idea of where the captives are being held? Do you know where the, uh, the Durugar city is? By I, um, I need to speak up. I don't actually know this Underdark is. What is what? Why is everyone so worried? Underneath the lands, above all of the world you see is just part of our world, Thrain. There is a vast network of caves and tunnels deep beneath the earth almost as large, with as much surface area as the continents above. Some say even larger. Ah, we do have something like this up north. We don't call it Underdark, though, right? A bit more familiar now with it. Hmm. I can see why Niles here would be a bit apprehensive in going through it and trekking through it at a long time. I myself can't see in the dark, and I imagine my friend over here, and I point over to Ember, probably can't see in the dark either. This could be wor worrisome, but with Ember's abilities, we'll be able to see at least, but everything will be able to see us. On your shoulder, so Ember Which is flicker, even more the fun, though, to be honest. Flicker flaps his wings and uh, 
this sort of like flame-like radiance uh, shoots out from him for a brief moment, like a candle flame lighting in his wings as the feathers sort of flicker just for a moment, giving him his name. I wonder what I wonder what we could fight down there, hey, with a uh, friend here, basically lighting us up. It, it is a good question, Niles and Thrain, that you raise a good point about the dark. Um, I do have some devices that might help. I have two gems that when you hold them close together and click them, both will light up. And to turn them off, you just click them again. They are light stones. Um, I am going to give these to you to take with you. In terms of transport, um, the Snurf Niblin, the Sfer Niblin, have said that they... There's large underground rivers and lakes, and uh, many of them have boats they use to traverse. I, I think what the best plan is to head down, meet up with the Sverniblin, and then they will be able to guide you where you need to go. In, in relation to uh, Oxenfurt, where we are now, uh, the Sverniblin uh, city, how, how far away is it from here? Ah, this is going to be a bit exciting for you, Niles. I know you are a... Uh, you've been very interested in following our history. I'm oh, yes. actually going to be sending you to the town of Greennest. Oh, oh, indeed. How wonderful. There's a series of caves not too far from the town that the cult of the dragon had used as a hatchery. Turns ah. out those caves go far deeper than we uh, ever explored. You'll be tracing our steps, and then forging your own pathway, Niles. My, my, where it all began, wow. <laughs> yes, how where in, it all began, yes. How far away is, is Greennest again from A uh, couple of days' travel, so we are going ah. to uh, drop you off with an air of decency. I am then going to be heading up to the Sky City Volus. Uh, I won't be back for some time, so Azua will be your main point of contact for the next few weeks, uh, if you are to make it back. I have um, one question I want to find out real quick, Mira. Um, you said teams, like you were talking about multiple. What other teams does Tempest possess? Well, there's another team that we organized to go investigate a village not too far to the north um, that went missing, actually. I'm uh, going to be checking in on them soon. Yervith has uh, gone to go and see if he can find them. Uh, we recruited them not too long before uh, we recruited you for the task of investigating the giants. I'm hoping they're okay. They haven't checked in for about three weeks. They're probably dead. <laughs> so, uh, what can you do? That's, These uh, things happen. For those following along, that's the Curse of Strahd campaign team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, definitely, I wanted. I actually wanted to hear what Mira and the Co were actually doing about it. I wanted to see what their response oh, was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I could imagine they'd be freaking out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They send a group to go investigate missing adventurers, and now they're missing. Like, it's not a good look. <laughs> no. So, I like that. I wanted to see sort of... That, that's fun. That's a, that's yes. a huge PR disaster waiting to happen. It's right a now. massive PR disaster. Well, Leosin is working behind the scenes to suppress I that. I tell you this, we are now number one team, a team. I, I grab everyone that's around me, like Niles, ah. Ember, um, ah. Harry, and um, uh, Lyra, and I bring everyone into like a big bear hug almost. Like, we have got this. We are a team, yes? We all we are strong. Oh, We've done very well together. We are family. The A team? Of the Tempest Guild, you say? Oh! <laughs> what? What did you say? <laughs> oh, nothing. Oh, nothing. <laughs> uh, The other team is, uh, we're, we're kind of a bit fragmented at the moment, but it's the original team of the guild. Um, myself, Shana, obviously Lyra, you're now heading up this team. Uh, Loki's kind of doing his own thing with the giants for the moment, but uh, hopefully he'll come back and check in with us. And um, obviously, uh, Tetra now and uh, Crassus I have sent off on uh, a task as well. Um, 
they're going to be uh, investigating the, uh, the the Balmian dwarves. Uh, obviously, now is the perfect person to send, and uh, Tetra, being a, a crystal ganassi, hopefully uh, has some has an insight that uh, she can provide. Sounds like a plan. So there's a few teams now. We're growing rapidly. Mm, indeed. What 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 business do you have in Volus, if I may ask? Um, of course, uh, no, happy to share. Um, obviously, the Sky Cities. Um, this is rather awkward. They were once giant castles, but when the giants vanished, some of the castles have stayed powered, and a number of elves, in particular, went and colonized the castles. Um, as a result, uh, currently uh, Volus. There's a dispute between the cloud giants, who believe it is their rightful property, and the elves and humans and half-elves who've lived there for centuries. Uh, it is a little awkward. Um, the other uh, item of interest as well is uh, Solaris. Um, Solaris is currently, uh, it was an old storm giant uh, city, uh, castle as well. It's interesting, um, Eris the uh, sky city that uh, eventually landed, that uh, the Owlin and Arakokra uh, call home to their temples, Niles. Um, the, oh, the, of course, yes. The seat of the Eris theocracy. Doesn't seem like the giants have made a claim on it, but uh, eventually I wouldn't mind sending you to go and check in on that. I mean, it was a sky castle once upon a time, even if it has crashed into the mountains atop the Shattered Isles. That would be... I've, I don't think I'd ever... I don't think I've ever been there myself. I've, I've heard of the stories, of course, but I would be honoured to venture to the homeland and see it with my own eyes. Yeah, Niles, you, you would know that the, the Owl and Arakokra, um, this is a little bit of lore that I don't think we've actually given to you where, like, the, no, how, no, how no, the Owl and Arakokra came to Nostea. I just realised I don't think yeah. we've actually discussed that, but Niles, you would know it is very well documented in Owl and Arakokran history that um, Owl originate in the Feywilds and Correct, a yeah. group of Owl who lived in the Twilight Woods, an area ruled over by um, the Unseely Court, broke a contract with the Archfey and were forced to flee the Feywilds uh, into the Plain of Air. Then, when they arrived, they banded together with a group of Arakokra who had refused to serve the Duke of Winds, the uh, the Duke of Arca, and they formed a, a unified society of Arakokra and Alan on the far reaches of the, uh, the Plain of Air. During the Ruin... When the chaotic magics were unleashed, gods walked the earth and fought one another, mortals as their soldiers. A portal to all four elemental planes was opened at the same time as a result of the chaotic magic, and unfortunately for the Arakokra and Alan, it opened in the middle of their enclave in the Plane of Air, dragging all of them through into uh, Nostea. Um, wow. They were given sanctuary by That's the elves, because cool. the elves recognized the Alan from their time in the Feywild. There were stories that they still told, passed down through the generations, and they recognized the Alan. The Arakokra and Alan were given refuge. And obviously, during this time, magical messages were very difficult. The chaotic magic in the air would often corrupt messages, change them. Any of the gods could be listening in. So the Arakokra and Alan kind of became the messengers for the allies. Yeah. And that's how the Arakokra Messenger Guild started. So during the night, the Owlin carry messages. During the day, the Arakokra do. And so for most people on Nostea, the Owlin and Arakokra are kind of seen as the one people. There's no differentiation. They they all yeah. came at the same time. They've always been one people. Um, but it's more like a very close, almost like a, a brotherhood and sisterhood between the two groups. But over the last like 200, 300 years, there's a spiritual movement that has risen in the, the ranks of the Owlin and Arakokra centered around this 
almost like a theocracy style thing. And a number of different families have ruled the theocracy as the Zishi, the uh, the head, the spiritual head of the Arakokan people, a little bit like the Buddha is for Buddhists. Wow. Uh, and so your the patterns on your clothing are the patterns of the um, heiress theocracy. That's, um, Fuck yeah. yeah That's yeah, yeah. amazing. I've, I've, oh, I've, really I've got cool. stuff going in the background, don't you worry. <laughs> wow. Huge lord of. That's amazing. I don't know. That kind of makes sense as well, because like I've always kind of like had this thing with the Silverwind family. I don't really know like what their deal is, but like having that tie back to the well, and, like, and this e- was the even thing, this right? is like, like a minor, yeah. No, 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 absolutely. And this is the thing, right? I needed Ooh, a way to that have makes like a lot an of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I needed yeah, a way to have cool. the Arakoka and Alan to have their own social and political structure. But because there was such a big thing about the Arakoka and Messenger Guild and how powerful they were. It didn't make sense to have it as like a plutocracy or a, a monarchy or anything like that. The thing that made the most sense was them having this spiritual leader. And then wow. there's no like real government. It's all this spiritual following because, I mean, given their history and given how they arrived, they don't really have a god. They weren't one of the races who a primordial chose and became a god for. So they're one of the few races on Nostea who don't serve a deity. None of them do. I am um, seeing a problem though. Yeah. You're a butler, right, to the Silverwind family, Niles? Well, I'm like a servant, sort of. So, yeah. I'm, and the Silverwind family are elves? No. No, no, no. Alan. Alan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank God. I was going to draw a different conclusion there. No, 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 no. no I, I, like, the, like the Silverwind okay. family, that, that's why. Because like, so they're, the all, is, elves. they're yes. all elves. They're pretty powerful yeah, yeah. in the, uh, pretty powerful in the Arakoka Messenger. Actually, no, sorry, not the Messenger. They're powerful in the, uh, the... Um, mercantile guild, aren't they? They have their own yeah. powerful. Yeah. yeah. By the yeah. end of this, they better make Niles a full-fledged member of the Silverwind family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's Maybe. we'll see how that goes. Um. Obviously, none of that happens and transpires no, in game. Uh, Mira was, nods and goes, awesome. "Yes, I love that lore dump." Would it be exciting right. to go and uh, investigate the uh, investigate Eris, the the city that uh, city now that uh, sits on top of a mountain? It would be an honor. I um I do have one question. I heard a bit about other members of the guild and when we were drinking and such. Um, actually, sorry, when I was drinking with the guards, and I heard you, you have accounted for most whereabouts of everyone, but there was this shadowy figure that was apparently villain and joined the group, Jin or something. What happened to him? I did not hear about him. Jin? No, no, he's a member of the member of the guild. What's he getting um, up to, though? Is he still around? Is he a villain? Did you kill him? No, no, no. Jin, Jin's very, very integral part of the guild. Um, he's, well, I say part of the guild. Sort of like a consultant. Um, he really works for a different group. Um, I'm probably not allowed to discuss it, unfortunately. It is a bit of a well, bit of a secret, but he... Uh, the mystery. Works with the Bard's College, shall we say, and um, has some specialist skills in uh, infiltration and um, information gathering, which is what he has been doing for the last uh, last month. He'd get along well with you then, Harry. Yeah, he would, actually. We'll see. Yeah, we'll he see. would. <laughs> knowing, that, knowing about Harry and some of his shadier dealings, he would. Yeah, exactly. Him. What shady dealings? I'm a legit merchant. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. Out of game. Look Harry at my heart of gold. Board. We don't, actually still <laughs> we don't actually know anything about your shady dealings. We didn't press it. We no. didn't do insight checks, so we don't know anything about it. In, in fact, like when, when when Niles asked before about like looking out for anything to help, that he was actually that was actually coming from a legitimate place. He wasn't like thinking anything nefarious. He's like, oh, he, and he, he's and, a and he, he thinks you're an entrepreneur, and he's like, I, I want to help I, you I out. I trust everyone in the group now. Everyone in my family, so I just took mm. it to face value. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, I mean he, 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 
it's a, probably... It was also not a lie. It's also not a lie. Uh, I mean, it is a little bit sus that you tried to steal that disc and cause that problems back in uh, Lesby, but it's fine. It's, it's... Oh, Mira. I was for the giants. Oh, yeah. I actually, I actually give a thumbs up to Harry. You know, that yeah. was giant yeah, tech. He's trying to get back, and I, I'm looking for giant tech. So, like, I actually gave him the thumbs up. That was good. That's good a good him. point. Mira point, reaches no, down right. <laughs> into into a bag and pulls out these two crystals. What's really interesting is they are still partially embedded in the stone, almost forming what looks like a crystal. Imagine almost like a crystal torch where the stone makes up the body of the torch and then the head of the crystal pokes out about 20 centimeters. This like beautiful, uh, almost like a, a, a yellow amber um, has been shaped and carved into this like essentially a, a, a multi-sided um, dodecahedron poking out from the end of this uh, section of rock. Uh, the middle of this section of stone has actually been wrapped in leathers and tied off. And as she hands the two crystals together, she shows you how to connect them and turn them on. You place them end on end. So the crystals are pointing away from each other, hit them together and both light up with a directional light that seems to shine for 30 feet with bright light and dim light Ooh. for a further 30 feet. Uh, essentially it's like a torch, but directional. Imagine like a hooded lantern. Here, yep. um, I will pass these to you. These are for you. Um, we've also refilled a backpack with rations uh, ready to go that will last you in the Underdark, as well as some clean water. And um, uh, Gr Griswold did leave behind one of these uh, devices that if you pass water through it, it will purify uh, up to five litres of water a day. Um, not oh. quite enough to fully uh, make sure all of you are, are well watered, but I believe... And Lyra holds down and goes, I can deal with the water. I got a, I got a decanter of endless water. I'm good. I got. I can do clean water. Oh yes. Uh, well, maybe I'll keep that. I'll, I'll keep that for later. Then maybe. Maybe that's not something you need. <laughs> Mira tucks it away. Right. Well, did you have any questions for me? Uh, unfortunately, I don't know the exact way down to the uh, Sverniblen camp, um, but I do know that it is a direct route through the caves uh, just north of Green Nest. Uh, yeah, if you follow, that's, the... that's all I need. Direct is fine. That's cool. Direct is fine. Yes. I'm sure you'll do very well. Um, were there any uh, other questions? Yes, Niles. I don't, I don't have any other questions per se. I, I, I just, was just wondering when you needed us to leave. There's, um, there was a member in the uh, Unseen uh, University. Oh, Unseen University. Anyway, no, we heard of a, of a teacher there um, who might be able to assist us. His name was uh, Professor Grell. Uh, he seemed to be an expert on uh, the flora and fauna. Um, might be able to assist us with the Underdark or to look for... Thought we might might uh, speak to him before we we head off. Just yes, no, that we need to keep an eye on. Very wise. Yes, I strongly encourage this. Being forewarned is forearmed, as I always say. Uh, please, uh, we still have to get the airship fully refueled and uh, and ready. So you have until tomorrow morning if you wanted to head out to the university. You can do so now. Oh, excellent! That might be good. Brilliant. Well, fantastic. I might uh, get ready for my journey too. I'll be coming with you to Green Nest and then onwards to Volus. Excellent. I am um, at a game. I never thought about this, but Hello. in your world, giants and dragons don't get along. Uh, that was the history? Not mm. so much. That's pretty standard for most the, settings. I remember hearing that dragons pushed the giants out. That's what I thought. I might be wrong. So the, there's a lot of rumor around what happened to the giants and why they vanish. So okay. in terms of the quick history, just to catch everyone up, this is the home world of the giants. The giants are the only native inhabitants of Nostea. Um, mm -hmm. The world was created by primordials. Anam, the first god who was a primordial, um, created each of the giants, kind of in his image in a way, 
and then they lived in this world alone as the only sentient beings for centuries, developing magic and tech and runic technology. When they started to experiment with planar portals, the dragons, elves, and dwarves came through and began colonizing Nostea. Um, from what you know, it sounds like there was a treaty between them. The elves were offered sanctuary from the Archfey. They fled the Feywilds to Nostea and were offered sanctuary by the giants. The dragons, it's not really known why they were allowed to stay. You do know there was a conflict between the giants and dragons, and the dragons basically said, like, this is our continent now. We own this. Um, come and take it, like, if you're hard enough. Right, and yep. after quite a bit of conflict, there was a peace reached where the giants eventually went, okay, fine. Um, All right, cool. The, the dwarves, similar situation. They went and carved out the Underdark. Um, they made a bit of a deal. They, they paid for their passage with gold and gems and silver, and so they were allowed to stay. The giants vanishing, it is now strongly suspected after what you've learned at the end of the Tyranny of Dragons campaign that the gods of the elves, dwarves, and dragons, so Bahamut, um, where, let me pull my things up from Bahamut, um, sec. Do, 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 uh, so Bahamut, Corallon, Damia, um, Melora, uh, and uh, Arath, uh, Moradin were involved with the vanishing of the giants and no one has been able to connect with Anam since that moment. Anam seems okay. Anam, Anam vanished with the giants. It is strongly suspected that the Eldar races, the dwarves, elves and dragons somehow were involved with the vanishing of the giants too. But it's still a bit of a mystery. No one really knows. That's cool. Happened. I'm just That's awesome. Um cuz like obviously like I just was trying to sort of figure out if I was just starting to think, because Mira's like, you know, the child of dra like dragons, and I'm a child yeah. of giants. I was wondering how that at least relationship would be. Um, oh, for the no, dragons? It sounds like... The giants have been gone for thousands of oh, years I'm talking more about like the... I'm talking about the Goliaths to um, Dragonborn. Oh, that no. seems like we're actually no. pretty good. Yeah, no, 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 no. No conflict between Goliath and Dragonborn specifically. Um, No, not at cool. all. The, the Dragonborn just, and Goliath wondering... actually probably wouldn't interact very much at all the dragonborn and uh, dragons living on chiari the the continent far to the southeast the goliaths inhabiting most of the northern and mountainous regions no it's actually probably not a awesome. lot of overlap cool um that's good that means i, I have no issues there. i was just no. like I was, I was starting to think like should i actually trust mira as much as like i do or do i mm. mistrust you to some like prior but no that's perfect um in yeah, um awesome. in the forgotten realms um dragons and giants have a long history of bloody conflict and and perpetually are in the effort of fucking over the other group it's it's like part of the driving factor of storm king's thunder that campaign is yeah dragons wanting to fuck over giants and giants wanting to fuck over dragons so it's it's yeah in the forgotten realms one million percent if you're playing in uh, in any of those settings yes <laughs> dragons and giants don't like each other they do not get along not cool but here we bit different because why would I use the existing law when I can spend hours of my time writing my own <laughs> unique one? Why would uh, why wouldn't I do that? Why wouldn't I do that? Well, perfect. Well, with that, I'm, I'll look around and go, well, it sounds like we should go to this university. Whatever that is, I'm sure we'll have a lot of fun. It'll be great. Oh, you're yes. You'll have you're a, just smiles uh, and nods. Yes, you're going to have a grand time. <laughs> perfect. Anyone to spa there? Uh, maybe not in the way that you're thinking. Okay, we'll see, we'll see. Verbal battles, maybe? Yes, hmm. yes, battles of the mind. I hear, 
I, I, I wonder, I meant to ask this, Thrain. This is a, a question I've had for some time. I've heard that giants, goliaths, and furbogs. So, yes, Ember, you too. I've heard there is this battle of words you sometimes do called flighting. Oh, okay. This is new to me, so... This is a... Um, this is... Okay, yeah, Owen, um, can can you give a guess, guess me and Simon here a bit of a breakdown on that? So this is this is a fun real-world thing from uh, from our world. Um, Scandinavia, so Denmark, Norway, and Sweden, during the uh, the peak of the Viking, uh, Viking invasion of England, invented a really fun way of taking down your opponents, and it was essentially the medieval version of rap battles. Flighting is the act of speaking poetically while destroying your opponent with insults. It is essentially a poetic insult battle. This was a very, very popular sport for the uh, Scandinavians. It lasted for a very, very long time, and uh, it's yeah, it's it's still still today. There are people who uh, who do flighting competitions in uh, Sweden, Norway, and Denmark. You're telling me that vicious mockery is a real thing. Vicious mockery gonna, uh, is a real thing. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to now like research this a little bit so I can actually Fly, do yeah, it. Yeah, F F L Y T I. Simon, you gotta do this too because they're gonna be flighting. Yeah, oh, F L Y. Yeah, 15th and 16th now, centuries. Giant dialects. Yeah, count, counter boasting, um, contest of counter boasting, where you exchange insults between two parties, often in verse. I guess like okay, so like how would that okay, look, law dump for everyone at home. How would that look? How would flighting look for the Goliaths, and how would flighting look for Ember? Like Ember's people are the Furbogs. I'm going to say that the Furbogs, it's more about boasting about your own achievements, whereas the Goliaths, it's more about belittling the opponents. So there's, it's, it's the same structure, but it's just a slight different focus on how you, on how you yeah. do. Yeah. So the Furbogs are all about like talking themselves up. The Goliaths are all about tearing their opponent down, verbally. Yeah, okay. I guess like yeah, because like the whole Goliath thing is. You do, you act. Yeah. You don't stand on your laurels. You continue and strive forth. If, okay, uh, that was if, a verse in itself. If you ever want to play... You, actually, you know what? I'll say that to uh, Mira in, in my giant dialect. Yeah. If you ever wanted to play a, uh, a Goliath bard, this is that's how you do it. You essentially become an insult yeah. bard. You take the uh, the eloquence college, which is all about using like vicious mockery and cutting words and things like that, and you just essentially flight your opponents so hard they get damaged. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Oh, that's man. incredible. So much fun. Perfect. Um, well, I think no, um, then. Okay, as, oh, yeah, no, you go. As you go. Mira, as, sorry, because I was talking to Mira. Yeah. Like, um, as Mira sort of asked that question, I sort of respond in a giant dialect, uh, sort of like, I don't know, random sort of. Yeah, stuff to her, I guess. But like, I she... start doing it and putting a bit of emphasis on things and a bit of uh, panache, I guess. <laughs> you Very sit there in scales the so giant... fair, but nothing between your ears but air. <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. That's flighting, essentially. Um, yeah, brilliant. Uh, perfect. Because Ali is not here, and I think Lyra would really want to be there for the conversation with. Professor Grill at the Unseen University, given that it's specifically an expert on flora and fauna, and Lyra is obsessed with mushrooms. I think yeah. <laughs> what I might do, we're bang on nine o'clock. I reckon what we'll do is we'll wrap up That's there. Good time. No cliffhanger for once. <laughs> we'll wrap up there. Oh, no. no. No, it's not really a cliffhanger. Um, oh, we've got we've got a we've got a bit of a motive, a bit of something we're moving towards. So yeah. definitely yeah. next the exciting adventures at the university. Absolutely. And I think we'll wrap up there for tonight and we will come back next week, head to the university and then make our way to Green Nest and delve into the Underdark, an area that I have never DM'd before ever. It's the first wow. time DMing for me. I've never been in as a player. 
So yeah, me neither. Actually, I, I've, I've never yeah. been on a dark. It's it's one of those things. It's an area that is so rarely utilized in campaigns, yeah. and um, it's gonna be yeah, fun actually. Yeah, I I've I was gonna. Oh. I, I had a you had an idea. Go tell me. If Halloween's ah, uh, it's probably a bit too. Uh, I think it's gonna be a bit too late, but. The Underdark could be spooky and Halloween's yeah. around the corner. You guys are going to be there for more than a session. I'm going to tell you that right now. Mm. <laughs> I mean, gonna... it'd, be, it'd be great like on Halloween to start it off with the vibe, the spooky vibes there. We'll yeah. see. We'll see how they go. Uh, probably, I think it might not happen there, but that'd be fun. I can keep you in the I, nicer I actually think this is my. I actually think this is my first character without dark vision as well. And it's the first time in the Underdark. Oh. Does anyone have so, dark vision? I do. Yeah. I think Lara does too, but I think that's Lara it. does because she's an Aladrim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, have, I, have, I don't have dark vision. I have dark vision out to 120 feet. That's as an yeah, hour. right. Because you're an hour. So, of course yeah, I've got, you do. Yeah. I've got zero. I've got yeah. zero. Yeah. Really? I, I I have Leoprin uh, sensors, which is like proficiency hearing. in perception. So I think it's meant to be like the oh. of like hearing yeah, is, hearing for the dark. That's useful. Yeah. 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 Hearing and smell. Rabbits are particularly good yeah. at. So that'll be good for you. Oh um, no. Awesome. Can't wait to thaumaturgy down there. Oh, man. So it's, it's actually funny i i originally had a bit of an underdark adventure planned for tyranny of dragons and i kind of dropped the hook once or twice uh once before you joined matt um so that was when i think it was when it was still emmerich and simon were you you were there as Wiltix. you guys didn't really bite you were more interested in tracking down the cult directly so i like i, I pulled the hook yeah. away and then i dropped it again later on um, before you guys went to um, Chiari, before you went to investigate the Draconic Nation, yeah. drops look again. Again, not much interest. So I've I've been so keen to get the Underdark in later on. And, what we're uh, doing it. I mean, to um, be fair, the the Chiari arc was fucking awesome. So yeah, yeah it was, no, that was yeah. amazing. You look, I, I I think I think that was a much better choice to go to that because yeah. now I can use the Underdark here, and it's way more appropriate because right. the Stone Giants. Like it's just so much more appropriate to have it now. So, so it's worked out really well. Right. awesome well thank you everybody thank you so much we are going to rock and roll and head on out of here but before we go if you're watching us on twitch it is definitely time to head on over and raid somebody um if you do tyranny and do not invite me oh we've actually done tyranny of dragons malagalatim that was our first campaign (laughs) no it's 106 episodes of it up on uh, YouTube. (laughs) sorry sorry on I'm gonna get eaten. That's a shame. Um, having your rounds, don't you, man? Oh, he knows. We're not. We're not running. Uh, we're not. I'm not running a tourney of dragons again anytime soon. It's gonna be a bit of time before we do that. Um, oh, I see. Let's go and raid. I reckon let's go raid Fantasy Forge. So if you're watching on Twitch, don't go yeah, anywhere. We're gonna go oh, raid yeah. Fantasy they were Forged. Before in the chat. Yeah, they're lovely. Yeah. We love Fantasy Forged. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube or on um, uh, listening to it on the podcast. Leave us a review if it's a podcast, a star review if you can. Some podcast platforms let you do that. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Join the absolute bloody legends that have already hit it, the 936 bloody legends who have hit it, and help us just creep across that goal of 1,000 before the end of November. Is that the official name, Bloody Legends? Yeah, that's the official name for anyone who's clicked the subscribe button is a bloody legend. It's a true fact. There you go. Fan club. Absolutely. True fact. Um, Awesome. Thank you so much, everybody. Stay safe. Stay well. We'll see you all again really, really soon. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. See you, guys.